Okay. You know, I'm just going to jump right into this. Hi, Paul. Hey, Justin. Hi, Dan. What's up, man? That's enough. Okay. Guys, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm very excited on a, on a personal level and a son's level because we have a guest here today. So I want you to be on your best behavior. This is a guy. And I feel like I, whenever he's on here, I do this like, and I never do this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to give like some fun little intro. And then I just start rambling about shit like I'm doing right now. But who do we have? We have your friend. We have my friend, a guy who over the past few years, I've become really good buddies with. And you know what? Couldn't find a better golf partner. Couldn't find a better concert going partner. Is that a thing? I don't know. Whatever we want to call it. Then, then I have in the person who very well deserved is the new voice of your Phoenix Suns, Mr. John Bloom. Justin, Dan, and Paul, not in that order. Oh. Great to be with you. <laughs> uh, and I feel like I'm Mr. Rogers right now. For those who can't see, which is all of you listening, because it's not on video, I'm taking my shoes off. I'm um, getting comfortable. Oh, and uh, well, what yeah, were the shoes of choice today? Not even old enough for that reference, by the way. We have to fill him in later about who Mr. Rogers was, or maybe he saw it when it came out in the movies. What were the shoes of choice today, John? You, I know you Ooh, got a good. Uh... I can show you guys. These are oh. the uh, the Jordan uh, Skyline that have kind of the the purple into the orange. Uh, That's sick. That's nice. Lens. And then they're two different ones. Ooh. Like they're the same, but they're different. You know what I'm saying? So one blends purple to orange, the other orange to purple. Yeah. Interesting, dude. Those are yeah. beautiful. I feel like I haven't seen those before. That like doesn't hurt my brain if I wore them. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I want to step back really quick because I do want to know if Dan knows who Mr. Rogers is. This of is of course I know who Mr. Rogers is. Back to that. Sorry, Jesus. dude. God, I'm so 34. aggressive. Not 24. Well, because you guys I thought you were 36. No. Uh you guys give me shit all the time about how, like, oh, you had you you don't like this movie or you haven't watched this movie. It's Mr. Rogers, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. But no, you hate well, the mighty you're ducks. gonna get it though. Being the, the youngest. <laughs> Being the youngest in the group, Dan, you're going to get that kind of thing. That's you know, you just have point. to kind of roll with it and embrace it. I'm here for Jealous it. Jealous of your youth. Yeah. That's all. That's all it is. And, <laughs> and you know, though, I'm, I'm happy we segued into something that's a perfect topic of conversation for, for Bloom and myself. And, well, Paul and Dan hear plenty about it from me. So, but shoes, Bloom, those shoes are beautiful. And I think that's something that people aren't yet aware of that they're going to soon get to see what else is going to get brought to these sons broadcast another radio but still some flavor in the shoes man bloomer is a guy that like his shoe game is is i i, I strive for it right even though my wife would say probably think otherwise but i kind of think you set the tone for it in some ways you know, oh, because you give me, you, you don't, don't lie about it. You give me scoops when something's out and you know, it's something I'm going to jump on and then, uh, uh, you know, check me if I'm mistaken, but we showed up to a dinner, both rocking the Kevin Durant 50 years with basketball and hip hop shoes that are dope <laughs> as hell. And you wore the same ones that I did showed up to dinner wearing them. So yes. Uh, this a lot of this is shared. This is not just me. I'm aspiring as far as my sneaker head uh, dumb, if that's a word, sneaker head dumb. I like uh, that. We just created it together here on Fanning the Flames. Um, we, we tend we, to do that. We do. We create pod forms. Work. The pod, pod forms form? still pod there. Forms, yes. Forgot still about pod holding forms. strong. That was my last visit with you guys. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad See, every every episode. Going. 
<laughs> Every episode with you, we create a word. Yes. Uh, so today it's a uh, sneaker headdom. Uh, and I am still aspiring in that realm. Uh, I don't think my wife is on the same page as I am. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine neither, dude. We're, we're walking at a dinner, and I don't know which one of our wives noticed first, but the one just goes, oh, my God, are you guys wearing the same shoes? And we're like, oh, I realized it finally. <laughs> it was adorable. Yeah, it was a but moment. No, hey. Those books, what the 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 oh I can't wait. I saw those orange ones, man, and I'm like, oh those 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 have Bloom's name written all over them. Hundred percent. I can't wait to get those. Uh, I heard there's I think four colorways. I got a scoop. Uh, There's going to be a white that's got orange and purple flavor to it. Uh, There's going to be a black that I think is named for his dog. Nice. Haven. Haven. Right. They're going to be the Havens. And then I think there's going to be a purple, too. This is just rumor on the street. So uh, imagine that whole, like, could I go the four bagger and get away with it, Justin? Or would I be looking for <laughs> a new well, I mean, I mean, you better be get a team discount for that one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You, you know, I mean, whether it's a team discount or at least you're on, like, the pre-order. Like, yeah. I mean, you should, you better have those, like, bef- like, Bef- the week before release and like showing so. them off at, at, on the you know in the booth up there pick those feet up but we get we see the, yeah. the tweets dude that's what twitter's for x or whatever i, I mean it, it looks better it looks better on the phone but i i still can't with the x it just feels weird saying it right? yeah it and, what, what, and yeah what do you i'm not what i x did <laughs> yeah, what's the verb yeah i don't X-ing. can you still tweet uh-huh. on x if you tweet on oh, X, dude. you might. <laughs> I said the same thing last episode. I shit you not. The exact same thing. Oh my that God. used to mean something totally different. Like exactly. a couple years ago, if I told you I was tweeting on X, uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have a totally different meaning than now. Well, my, my yeah, exactly. favorite... now it's now it's like there's there's a there's a there's a logical <laughs> my, my my favorite is a um, lot, the, Elon gosh that like competitor blue sky that's trying to get off the ground the one that the old Twitter guy started um apparently the community has decided that those are called skeets and I just <laughs> want I want blue sky to hit because I want skeets to hit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That could be fun. That's fantastic. <laughs> the only reason I care about which one. What world? What world is this right now? What is happening? I don't know, but I know Lil John is definitely pulling for that to happen. Exactly. Well, I, I'm, I'm just making a for the comeback day. spokesman right there. I'm pulling for in. the day from when a newscaster has to go. Yeah, and the president skeeted. Blah 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> so off the rails shoes. here, all fanning the flames. So shoes. <laughs> We're off the rails. You know, as we should I, I, dude, hey, no, okay, no, bringing it back. Three, in. three minutes in. Who had it? Who had the over? Three, three minutes in. Dude, three minutes. Three seconds. Like six. I feel. Oh, I. I feel like we're all really bad at time right now. But <laughs> no, I wonder what, why. What, when when those when those when book first like it first got announced, he's gonna sing shoes. I just told my wife, I'm like. So book has his own like signature shoes coming out and there will probably be multiple colorways. So I just need you to know this is going to happen. And, 
these look at some point at some point this is all going to come back and kick me really hard right in the ass but until that time my feet are going to look good yeah they yeah are. boom before you got on uh dan and i were talking about them because they've started to put it come out with some more really high res images of them you can kind of just see the different like patterns of the leathers and whatnot and i'm like it they went smart with it and really it's a streetwear shoe just that happens mm-hmm. to be a basketball shoe and you know this could be that next generation you know you had the those early jordans and you had the air force ones you know this could be that next shoe and i i love that it's book shoe right how awesome would that be you know people really embraced it the way they have those other shoes you talk about and even you know the kobe's to a certain extent have a real following of people who just love those models of shoes i haven't ever put my feet in kobe's before there are some that book wears that i love that are so cool looking uh but i don't have a pair of kobe's maybe that's my next don't tell my wife i i I just got my first pair of kobe's those halos that came out I got like, that. I thought you had the, didn't you have the Kobe's with the like the book version of the Kobe's? God, where you no. had like, where it was like oh, his the... face was in the Nike swoosh. <laughs> oh, oh, I remember. I'm were, were those, those weren't Kobe's though, were they? Pretty sure those no. were Kobe's. Were they? Yeah, Pretty I sure think those, those were Kobe's. Kobe's. Yeah, Dan's was... on the internet right now. It looks like he could look it up for us. <laughs> Dan's like <laughs> Dan, Dan does not care about shoes, and that's okay. Because okay. I, I you know what? I want to care about shoes. I will definitely get those black ones because I like if you guys see how I dress, I dress like a 34-year-old dad. Like I have <laughs> like white <laughs> shoes, jeans, and like a t-shirt. Like, like I'm like, you know, those those Instagram commercials, like the true classic, where it's like, hey, buy these five t-shirts for 80 bucks and they're all the same color. That's me, dude, all day. You know, every once in a while, I throw sun shirt on. So I don't know. I just never really got into shoes. I really want, I mean, I'll get the Booker ones, but I, I really want to get into like, you know, the Jordans and stuff like that. But I just, I've never, I don't know. Maybe Justin yeah. can, Dude, nobody can guide me. Nobody has a problem. Dan, we're, we're all behind it. We've been there. Uh, and, you know, I've been a 34-year-old dad, uh, but now I'm a much older dad. Uh, but I also <laughs> like totally value what you're talking about. Look, my entire wardrobe is made up of sun's gear, and Costco. All right. That's really cool. Of yeah. And my wife hates that. Right. So I'm going to take you behind the scenes real quick because one of the cool parts of the gig now is we've got a clothing deal. Uh, we got a new partner this year, Nick's Clothiers. Oh. I just got oh. the hookup. I got to go down and get like fitted and like they had six people around, you know, like rotating around me. They got a, got me a cocktail. They had this whole like bespoke sweet ass fitting room in the back. And, you know, I don't belong there. I'm like the last person they need to have back. Well, <laughs> K-Ray and EJ and Tom and Tom, those are the, the TV guys. They need the hookup for the fine threads, right? But I'm taking advantage of it and I'm soaking it up and I can't wait to see what they put me in. I, I just told them, I go, I'm probably going to rock the Jordans with these, just so you know. I'm still wearing the little wider leg because you got to fit that Jordan in under there, you know, like got to yep. make sure. Look at you, bespoke Paul. Nobody knew this about you. I, I know a little bit about a uh, higher end fashion. I never wear it, but I know a little bit because <laughs> I can't afford it. <laughs> I, I, would, I, I would love just to pull off, I would love to pull off like the three piece suit with like the pockets, right? but I. I can't. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, I'm not. I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I, I worked at banks for many, many years, and I had to wear the three piece suit every like 
couple times a week. I would, if I never have to wear a three piece suit, I'll be happy the rest of my life. I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when it's forced on you, you know, and when you like, when you have to do it for your job, I think it's a yeah. different deal than when you've oh, got yeah. it and like you've got an event. Yeah, it looks good. You know, you feel good. It looks good. But after a while, you're just like, Jesus, man. Yeah. It's a lot. And, yeah. And, and, and it's hot. Like this, yeah. some of the year. Like right the now, of, it's miserable or that stuff. Yeah. To circle it back a little bit real quick to the book shoes. Like I know Dan was saying he wanted to get a black pair. <laughs> of business attire. Uh, well, I just I oh, have a visceral, a I have a we, negative visceral reaction so to the all black on ones. Really? Sorry. Yes, I I've worked in too many restaurants and had to wear those like all <laughs> black, no like shoes. no slip, shitty ass <laughs> shoes, and like I need something to break it up. Like all I can think of is I just got off work, at like so I cannot do monochrome black, monochrome orange, monochrome something else. I'm cool, but like I'm like. That's why I can't wait for like the ones where it's like a little bit more broken up. I feel you. I've been a restaurant employee. My uh, oldest daughter has her first restaurant gig right now. She's a senior in high school and she had to buy the no slip black shoes. <laughs> so yeah, I get it, man. We've all been there and there's a time and a place for it. Uh, I think these ones are going to be hard for me to pass up, though, uh, just because, you know, when you have the all black, you can wear it with anything, really. Mm, I mean, so yeah. many different things, uh, whereas the orange ones are going to be a time and a place type situation. Right. Yeah, That's definitely, a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the black ones you can wear with all of True Classics t-shirts so. <laughs> that's what i'm getting uh, our next unofficial sponsor because i know i got about 12 true classic t-shirts as well Dan. they are now <laughs> i feel like i feel like i need to get true classic t-shirts i i don't have any they fit really well on you dude they do yeah like wow. excellent listen yeah. to this Sold. this is like Rave reviews. I yeah. can't Dan, wait until the reads. Dan, we all know, doesn't live like reads for them. The next episodes. <laughs> Brought to you by True Classics. Except it'll just be us saying it as a like a lie, a half lie, because we, you, you guys, these guys will wear it, but they just also paid for it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like we also, like, we just jumped in. Said, "Hey, Bloom, new voice of the Suns." But I don't. Do we even have like a few some congratulations on the man? Yeah, I know. Did we? Okay, I just yeah. I feel like. Well, I mean, he got. I got. I gave him a slow hand clap, dude. I was like, "Oh, bravo!" So hey, you Bloom, talked well, over look, it. Maybe yeah. I should ask you, Bloom, bro. How does it feel? I mean, I mean, yeah. You know, how's you the know, last I'm eight hours been? for you. I've heard it from you. I want to hear it again, though. Like, how does it feel, man? <laughs> It uh, feels pretty damn good. It, it's awesome. Uh, it's it's awesome now just to share this. Uh, and Justin, I think, is known uh, for the longest of this group, uh, just because I think I told him we were playing golf. But we, um, I've known and my family has known for a little while. And so we've been sitting on it waiting for the team to make the official announcement. And I knew when that happened that a lot of people who didn't know it were then going to be brought in on what we've already known and, and the party would would start from there on uh so i'm in the middle of that party right now just celebrating the fact that uh, i got the job but i can't wait to do the job fellas that's to me what the most exciting thing is and it's not just 
based on this unbelievable roster that has been assembled in front of us. And we're going to get to it, I'm sure, and talk about what we all think about what's coming in a few weeks. And I can't wait. I, w- I would like to call a game right now, to be honest with you, because I just have been talking so much about me and this shouldn't be about me. I'm not in this for it, it to be about me. I know right now it's it's the story and, and I'm taking over for the legend. And so it's obviously... <clears throat> on a lot of people's minds and mine too and my family. But uh, I can't wait to get to the point where the focus uh, returns to the basketball uh, because I'm going to get to do a job I feel I've trained my whole life to do and do it for a team that is poised to do something that we all have been dreaming that they would eventually do, right? And, uh, imagine and so, that. Yeah. You're one of John Bloom, the Suns, <laughs> toy that trophy. Can we get it? <laughs> Can we make that happen? Oh, Let's do it, please. I, I just oh, okay. Hold on, I just need I need a moment. I just thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to think about. It is. It's oh. very fun to think about. I'm gonna think about it, but I don't. I don't necessarily want to say like going into the season, it's championship or bust. I think that there is a vibe of that developing because of the fact that there's three bona fides superstars plus a deandre Ayton that could become a superstar plus all this other stuff that we can get into so i know that that it's gonna as fans and we all are fans and for those who don't remember when i've been on here before and created great words like pod forms with justin and paul and dan uh we all as fans uh deserve to think about the pie in the sky uh, and be excited about the possibilities. Uh, what I hesitate to do, and Justin knows this uh, more than anybody, is I just don't want to say it's a failure if they don't win at all this year, right? Because yeah. then you're, only, you're, you're basically setting yourself up to fail, even though there's a good chance they're going to be there in the end. Yeah, no, and and it's the, 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 that, that type of mentality, I mean, and I'm, I obviously operate in extremes like, my thought process when it comes to the teams that you root for is why are you ever going to pick them to lose? Because then what are you doing? Right. <laughs> like, and that, that, that why speaking of we we were talking before about a, why we I, don't won't name, picks I won't anymore, name the, the podcast that, that asked, but a podcast that um, might be having some guest little cameos and put us weird in weird positions of having to take videos of ourselves anyway. Um, Boyd, I don't know if you say his name. I really didn't cover it. <laughs> Him and I are very like-minded in that. He does the same thing, dude. It's like whenever we pick games on, on our show here, the same thing on, on, on theirs. It's like, they, why bother with us? Because we're going to pick W's no matter what. Um, shit, dude, I was doing that when when we were when we were bad. <laughs> well, I mean, you're the, you're the only – you're like the only one who went 8-0 in the bubble, buddy. Like with everybody – everybody was picking like I was 8-0 – you know, so I mean, we yeah, all remember that stuff like We're, that. That is even more the reason why we deserve this. I mean, going like, into year eight, I mean, you can tell how much Justin beat optimism into me. It took. <laughs> you almost yeah. got me too. Yeah, almost. Dan's getting close. I <laughs> so mean, Dan still so championship close, or bust, but Dan still <laughs> championship or bust. But I think maybe by the end of this season, he'll like, especially if we get the chip. But I just, you know, I just want to enjoy it, man. <laughs> Right, yeah, it's all about enjoying the ride. 
I, I love like... that he's there. Like he's arrived at that spot. I took a little bit, I think, uh, but I've I've enjoyed the journey for Dan with you, Paul, and and Justin trying to just rain optimism on everybody around him. <laughs> and the great thing is, is I kind of share that with him. Uh, I've always been that that optimist. I want to I want to just quickly derail us for a second again and just go around because we haven't had a chance to really talk about it. But you have to pick one thing about this upcoming season that you're most excited about you have to pick one thing i'll start takes pressure off everybody else it's also a layup for me because i'm getting to call home games i'm getting to actually call play by play at home games that's going to be a real new experience for me right i mean i've been doing the road games for several years now but to to do the home games and then drive home and listen to the post game show that i hosted for 15 years is going to be dope i can't wait uh and then obviously tap into when you guys do uh you know podcasts after games occasionally and everybody else that that reacts when they react and maybe we meet up and we we hang after games occasionally at home and stuff like that that i've never been able to do right uh always doing the post game show and being the last (laughs) one out of the building so that's what i'm looking forward to most who wants to go next give me one Dan, you're you're on my screen right now. I'm pointing at you. Uh, I, ah, man, that's gonna be so much fun. Uh, we're gonna shut down Marley's a couple couple nights. Yeah, we are. Um, mine is I'm I'm really excited to look at like how this team looks with a full training camp. Like KD, they played what 13 games in the regular season. Something eight. They, they didn't eight. Okay, and where did Whatever. they go? Eight, Eight no. no. Oh, is that ironic? Go on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back to the bubble again, Justin, with you. <laughs> anyway. Um, lost my train of thought there. Appreciate that, buddy. Uh, a full training camp. So, yeah. Training so, camp. I'm like, I'm really excited to see what that looks like. Like, you've already seen all the guys, like, hooping together. Um, you know, Bradley Beal, Book, KD, um, I think uh, DA, and I think uh, Bull Bull. They were all, you know, they all got together and did some workouts together. So like just seeing the the whole team gel as far as chemistry goes, like I'm excited to see what that looks like. Like what kind of runs are we going to see from this team? Like if everybody stays, if, if they stay health, relatively healthy, um, you know, they don't sit too many, you know, back to backs and, you know, they're, they're going to start finding teams for doing that now. So, um, you know, there's that rule that came into play this week as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Like, can we see this team go on a, you know, on, on a 25 game winning streak or a, a streak where they go like 30 and two over, you know, 32 games, uh, you know, something like that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Like, can, can this be an all-time team, even though I feel like nobody's talking about them as an all-time team. Look at, look at our boy, Justin. Like, look at that optimism. Dude, that's not I was optimism. thinking that, that exact same thing, bro. <laughs> How the fuck is that optimism? 25 wins in a row? How is that optimism? <laughs> that's not optimism. Like, I'm not like, oh, my God. Like, I think they can do it. I just want to say I'm excited to see, like, what if this team can be an all-time team. That's what I'm excited to see. Okay. That, you're right. That's that's not optim- hold on. Hold on. It's not optimistic at all. You know no, what? I hope yeah. they win. You know what? <laughs> I'm winking. I hope... Don't angrily 55 games. <laughs> what? So you're gonna... 55 games. All right. That's fine. That'll be the that'll is that hit better? The over. Is that better? Hit the over. Though, yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. What do I don't know? How are you supposed to answer that? Paul, you're I know, I'm just I'm kidding. Right. I'm I'm excited for the final official coming out party for Devin Booker. It's been building and building 
And, you know, we've seen it for years and we've just been like, why is he not the face of this league? He's finally getting that recognition in like some of like the preseason stuff, whether it's, you know, he's being ranked as the best shooting guard in the NBA. He's like when they when they're showing that like next starting roster for the Olympics, he's the he's the shooting guard they put in there. Um, you know, he's getting his shoe. Everybody's talking about this is still his team, even though these guys, you know, even though like KD's there and even we saw it in like the playoffs and whatnot, how it was still his team. When he's on with that many national televised games, when he's got, uh, you know, like putting the wood on guys and he's clearly the best player on our team, like all the haters just got to go away. Yeah. And and then while, while Dallas like fizzles in the background, you know, will be really like, you know, just the, like the icing on the cake. Yeah. They just stay fizzled. all with the little pot shot i can't say i don't appreciate that um dude that's paul that 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 was a great one i mean everybody's is great don't get me wrong but i really like that paul because well i mean am i back now you are now you are Hold on. Sorry. My wife's AirPods connected to my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to forget the device really quick. We've all been there. Forget it. Technical difficulties, folks. Nothing Damn new. you, Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, Apple, you're too smart sometimes. Um, well, it's funny because, like, it's because I think my, my Air, uh, I have, I don't, I don't have AirPods, but my earbuds to this morning. So she's like, here, take my AirPods with you to work. So I took them and they were still, anyway, I don't know why I'm explaining that. I think that's probably quite clear <laughs> to everybody. All right. Um, but what I was saying, Paul, was it's an excellent point because, hey, well, it, it relates to book and anything related to book, it's, it's all good with me. But to build on it a little bit and to talk about Matt Ishbia too, our little antenna giveaway thing today and just the general way that they're presenting 70 of the games this year and exposing it to, I forget how many more people like, I think I it's think like they, 2 million households like, or something stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's like 2 million, like just even locally. I'm, I'm excited to see how book kind of starts hitting even that greater upper echelon. Right. We, we're, I think we can all agree that we already talk about him amongst the great Arizona athletes, right? But, you know, you got guys like Nash, you got guys like Larry Fitzgerald who spent his whole career with the Cardinals, but giving Book that extra exposure might just, you know, launch him heads and shoulders above those guys. Uh, so I think it's an excellent point. What I'm most You know, hold on, hold on. You know, real oh, quick. Okay. Uh, hold on. And whoa. you keep talking because my wife's now, like, texting me about her AirPods. I got to I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Take it away, Dan. One thing that I feel gets lost in this, like, you know, it's going to blow up even more in the Hispanic community. Like I, growing up, like I didn't, couldn't, I couldn't afford cable. So like I, there, I can only watch them on UPN 45. I couldn't watch home games. So like, that's going to open up another avenue of fans that are just going to, you know, I mean, the Hispanic community already loves Devin Booker. Now all these other kids are going to be able to see him, And, you know, it's, it's sick, man. Like it, it's just one of those things where everything's aligning. 
And that kid's just going to, that, like, you know, you talk about Steve Nash, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, those guys were great. I feel like Devin Booker's already surpassed them, believe it or not. That, just in my opinion. And I've been here my entire life. You know, I've, I've my entire 34 years, I've seen, you know, I've got to see, you know, Fitz and, and, and Nash. Um, but if you look at, I guess you can say Shane down, but uh, I don't really watch hockey, so it doesn't count. No, but into um, the conversation, uh, I think it's yeah, appropriate, sure. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, but Devin Booker, I feel like he's surpassed all those guys already. I, and just to be clear, I 100% agree with you. Um, I was trying to be more generalized, you know, for the masses, if you will, masses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the dozens, but no, no, I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that, frankly. Yeah. What about, well, yeah. What about, what about you other two? Now I'm interested in, I don't care about my little, what I'm looking forward to now. I'm interested well, in Well, you're, now you're backing out of it. Yeah, we already all gave okay. ours. Okay, we can circle back around. It's like, it's not like we need to keep anything streamlined. I mean, shit, we haven't ever. Like, it's a podcast. That's, what, that, that's why it's a podcast. So, I'm looking forward to... My second annual road trip game, just maybe. Bloomer, yes, sir. I did New York last year. Thanks to this man. It was all his ideas. He's like, you've been in New York on New Year's Eve. I'm like, no, I haven't. I asked my wife to go. She's like, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go. <laughs> I'm in. Dude, <laughs> I, I music, all that good stuff. So I'm, I totally I'm, would have gone if I didn't have to do it for two. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say sorry because I, oh. I had a jolly good time anyway, <laughs> but this year, maybe, maybe yeah. we'll see because I, I want to do that again this year. And Paul, Dan, maybe you guys can actually join me this time. If, if Let's you, go. Yeah. Yeah. Night trip. As Paul, long as you the one that suggested I suggest Miami, Orlando, Miami. Because oh, yeah. I'm sold. That's they're like, like, like back to back nights or like two and three nights, something like that. An hour and a half could, train could ride it, or something I can we start up. can we start i don't know can we like closer. take baby steps and start in la, LA or something <laughs> LA's closer. LA would be the easiest Back I mean, Miami, Orlando would be a pretty nice two-step or yeah. or, or dude i mean hey, my best friend lives in orlando or miami now evan you know evan's down there yeah. now Paul, so we got a place to stay or I okay like, you know, or yeah. we can go to dallas and fuck with the maverick fans <laughs> Dan, what track mind on Dan isn't there? Like, man, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I mean, Denver. Texas. Denver's a nice little town, but well, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna fight them, Justin. We're just gonna. Okay, we're just gonna Dan. troll, dude. <laughs> like, oh, you think they'll just take kindly to that and not? Never mind. I'm, no, this is no. I don't want to. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm biting my tongue right now. They don't want Justin to have a censor. What about the in-season tournament Final Four in Vegas in Ooh. December? You're talking, but if My you're talking in December, Paul, Paul's all. You know who else's birthday is in December? I do not. Jesus? Yeah, it's Jesus. Also, 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 also Taylor Britney Swift. Spears, <laughs> Phil Rivers, no. Giannis, Taylor Swift. December thirteenth, and I only it's my it's also my anniversary, which is quite ironic. Oh, that's why your lucky number is thirteen, dude. My wife the other day goes, "Oh, Taylor Swift is is apparently been seen with with uh, what's his name, Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, right?" I looked at her and I go, "Why do you say these things to hurt me?" And she actually <laughs> laughed, so that was, was probably good. Anyway, 
but no vegas that sounds good but i also hear that that's like already sold out completely and i'm assuming that, oh, that getting tickets to that will be just as expensive as going to miami that's fair that's fair you know somebody but if we were to play yeah that, i was yeah, gonna say yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i don't know i mean maybe we can talk to voida about getting uh getting media passes there we go or i don't know ask somebody many, that oh you know God, that might maybe like, works for the team yeah like we gotta find one of them i feel yeah. like you i feel like you think bright side has way more media passes than i feel like this just flew right over <laughs> justin's head what happened <laughs> i did what did i do <laughs> I was like, I was confused by Paul. I was like, I was like, I got it. Ask somebody that maybe works for the team. You know, find one of those. Well, you know, it's not my look. I'm not. I'm not an asker. This is what I ask right here. I'm the same way. I'm the same way, dude. Uh, But Paul, I think would do it. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I got too much Catholic guilt about that. That's what it is. Catholic guilt. Hey, Denver, Denver would be nice though. Denver wouldn't be bad. And they're like fans are <laughs> forgot about that guy. Remember the dude that the, the, the Edgar, oh, the guy's got, asshole. He got Edgar. Yeah, Edgar and Sons and Four guy. Did I tell you guys? I probably showed I, you. You guys. guys would be pretty good enforcers for Matt Ishbia to bring with him if he's gonna go see a game in Denver. Because he would true. probably want to have like a you know, some an entourage. So he could put the three of you. He might try to steal a ball again. Exactly. You never know. <laughs> you I'm know, get between him that. and Jokic. Yeah, you know. <laughs> what's round two gonna look like? I, I, I first blood, first blood. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Although the Denver airport, for some reason, gives me the creeps. Oh, it's the worst. For some reason, you should research that, my man. Yeah, there's a reason that they give the creeps. Really? Oh what yeah. Oh yeah. What is that? Next level, oh. dude. Next there, level. There are no so shit. many conspiracies about that airport. There is. Like, it went over oh budget God. by like you guys. $10 billion. Oh you guys, what Dan's is not going to sleep tonight. You just said what conspiracy is and airport. Like, dude, he's... No, it's hardcore. First of all, why no. is it so far out there, right? That's, that was so my first... Out there. That was my first thought. But I just felt it gave me the fucking... The There's the weird-ass horse statue that killed the... Like, the... So killed weird. the guy who oh, uh, dude, I'm not going to sleep it tonight. Because it, like, fell on his head. You're no, going to no, sleep head just fine, Dan. You're not going to Denver tonight. No, no, no. I'm not going to sleep tonight because I'm going to go into a rabbit hole of this. <laughs> yeah, and then you start, start, looking, start looking at the, the weird-ass murals. Like, Bloom, you know those murals, right? Yes. Like, the one yeah. of the Nazi with the scimitar. Yeah. What? Like, cutting, like, little kid, like, indigenous kids' heads off and shit. Like, Dude, it is one giant acid trip gone wrong. The real mural. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. They let go up on a wall and was there for, like, 20 years. They finally got I, rid of it, but it's still out there. I, I feel got, like the I got, decision is made. It is Denver. Yeah, I got Justin into a uh, into simulation theory, and my like, oh, God, man. <laughs> dude, it's like every we'll be, moment of my life. We'll be happening. texting. I'll text him at like three in the morning. I'm like, dude, this, this, and this happened. Simulation theory. A glitch. It's a glitch in the simulation. Really fucks with you. It, 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 it does. Getting, I'm not getting trapped on that. I'm not. No, I'm not don't do it. Yeah, you don't do it. Don't no. do it, Bloom. Don't do it. No, I'm already sucked of... into. Uh, I'm I'm now binge watching uh, Billions. That's the show that one's that good. I've seen some clips on that one, but I haven't gotten into it yet. It's Is that the one with uh, Giamatti? Yeah. Yes. Giamatti and the guy from uh, Homeland. 
Homeland, yeah. I think it's actually British, but in this, yeah, he's American. yeah, he does a good job with them. You know, Paul Giamatti could play John Bloom. See a little resemblance there. Stop it. Pig vomit. Pig vomit. I remember him as that, right? That was his Wait, first big reference. role. Uh, but the, with the Howard Stern movie, but then he was uh, oh, yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah, my yeah. favorite one was Sideways. That's my favorite Giamatti. Dude, yeah. his uh, dude, me his too. like his with very Lowell small, Mather. his very yeah, small of role. With Lowell Mather. <laughs> His very small role in The Hangover 2 was hilarious, dude. Oh, I slept on that one. Yeah, he did sneak into that. <laughs> he's, he's like the gangster that's like the FBI agent. Yes. Like, oh, that's, like, that's unheralded right there for yes. Paul. Yeah. So, Bloomer, if you don't mind me asking, if you could maybe give us a little – can you give us any little inside baseball, kind of how the whole – process went obviously with new ownership and everything and i know i think you're technically an employee of the radio station or are you an employee of the suns i never understood how that all worked nobody does uh but i <laughs> i'm an employee of both because of the past i you know when i was doing post game shows that was for the radio station when i was mm -hmm. doing play by play that's for the team okay so now i'm a team employee uh being the full-time play-by-play guy uh, and yeah, it was, it was quite a road, Paul, because I didn't really know. I mean, I knew for the last 15 years of working with the team, I've done everything I felt like was possible to put myself in the best position. If that makes any sense, like I, I almost treating it like a golf tournament. When you listen to professional golfers, they talk about putting themselves in position yeah. for the weekend or putting themselves in position to, to be in contention on the final round or the back nine on Sunday, whatever you want to say about it. That's how I was kind of looking at it. I was doing everything I could uh, whenever I was inside the building or uh, interacting with people uh, within the organization uh, to, you know, give myself a shot at this, the, the, a job I feel I've trained my whole life for and dreamt about for, you know, the vast majority of it. So uh, that's what it was about for me, but I didn't know how it was going to play out. And I didn't know about how long Al was going to go because we never talked about it. I never went there with Al McCoy. And I think he respected that part that I just knew he earned the right to go as long as he felt like he wanted to go. Uh, and uh, so once he made it official, I was still kind of waiting to find out, you know, if I was going to get the shot. And uh, it took a little while after the season ended. I knew there was a lot going on with the with the organization, with new ownership uh, taking over. There's always going to be a lot of changes. So I tried to stay as patient as possible. And I think the previous 15 years of waiting helped me in that, in that uh, <laughs> journey of, of continuing to be patient. Um, and then I got word uh, from my boss uh, who I absolutely want to shout out because I've been doing all these interviews and I haven't talked a lot about Dan Siekman, but he's an absolutely gem of a human being, not just because he helped uh, get, to, get me to this spot, but just in general as a person. Dan's great. He's been with the Suns over 30 years. Uh, he's director of broadcasting and, and uh, oversees a phenomenal team. And they haven't made a lot of changes over the years. So this was a massive deal. Uh, having the Hall of Famer leave, uh, you got another Hall of Famer in Ann Myers Drysdale, who's still with the, with the group, and and of course Eddie Johnson and Tom Chambers and Tom Leander and Kevin Ray and Tim Kempton now getting ready for year twenty two on the radio side as my partner. I'm, I'm psyched, uh, and so it's it's all these uh, factors that went into it from my standpoint of you know waiting and and for it to become official was one thing. But when I got the word, which was a while ago, and then I just had to wait for it to, to now get out to the masses, uh, it did. It just gave me such um, a thrill and, and a feeling of, 
you know, exuberance or, or uh, you know, joy, all these things, pride. I think the thing that stood out more than anything, to be honest with you guys, was my dad's reaction um, because, uh, yeah, we all want to make our parents proud. I think that's uh, natural as kids that we want to we want to make our parents proud. So I definitely have always strived to do that. And, uh, you know, I always got shit from my parents about all the time I spent on the green couch in the den watching sports. <laughs> and when they would come in and say, hey, Johnny, did you do your homework? And I'd be like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. I'm working I'm, I'm on it. Get right on it. <laughs> right. Uh, after the game. And uh, I'd be, they'd be like, I'm doing my homework is what I tell them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is, you know, what I'm I'm going to do. And uh, and so he finally was like acknowledged all that time was was uh, time well spent and worthwhile yeah. that. Uh, yeah you know, that I was gearing up for this. And so to see the pride in my parents and in my closest family members and friends has been a side effect I didn't anticipate of this that has been overwhelming in a good way. Well, Bloom, I, I just want to say, and I think it's probably echoed by both Justin and Dan that, and the Suns community as a whole, you know, you have a lot of fans out there. And, you know, we've talked, we talked about it behind the scenes. I know for a fact that like, if you didn't get it, there'd be riots. There's, there's honestly, there like Ishbia has made has is on a pretty good streak <laughs> here of like making the right decision on things, and so far, and yeah. you know, trying to bring in somebody else and not letting you have this spot that you have a hundred percent earned would have been a catastrophe of decision, and I'm very happy that. They made an, another right decision so we can celebrate this and celebrate you um, finally getting, you know, achieving this level that you've been striving for for so many years. Thanks. Man. I would have told Matt Ishbia, I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see Dan angry. <laughs> Dude, I, I, you know, I'm not even as like everyone knows I stand on oh, my hands being raised again. Jesus. Um <laughs> No, Paul's right. It echoes echoes the sentiments, and I think that's something that like really needs to be recognized is the fact that you have patiently waited and done so much good for the team, for the community, for for fans, everybody. Right, while you've just waited and waited and waited, and most people would have bailed. I would think. I mean, what fifteen years, right, Bloomer? Yeah, and I think, you know, but the, the first thing that I always go to, uh, and Justin has met my wife, Jill, uh, is uh, the patience she's shown to put up with me through this whole thing um, and wait for it. And, uh, you know, I really do believe it's going to be worth the wait. I really do think the best is yet to come, not just for me uh, and my career, but uh, for my family and for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, and it's all kind of intertwined now. And that's awesome to say. It's the first time I've said that in that, like in that way, you know, where yeah. I've talked about me and the job and my family and the sons, and they're all basically kind of become upward trajectory, now, man. And that is badass. I love Sick. it. Oh, Sick. I love it too. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, uh, of course. Yeah. I'm, 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 I also, I'm glad you stuck with it. It's like that meme. You know, you, you know, you see that meme where the guy, there's the two guys that are digging and one guy stops right before he hits the diamond and the other guy um, up top finds it. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I, you see those things all the time, man. So that's great. And yeah, your wife, I mean, that's, that's awesome to have that type of support system. Um, so yeah, man, shout out to her. I want to know if you're working on any more hip hop references for the upcoming season oh, already. Yes. 
the shizzle, my nizzle. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I loved it. I, I mean, look, it's it's as much for me as it is for any other person. And it is somewhat, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to say, self-gratified. Well, it, it, I, I love music. Uh, and I think there, there was a fine line as a kid where I could have probably chosen music instead of sports. Um, but there was just that moment that, you know, as an 11-year-old kid, I told the story. Wanting to uh, be a rapper? No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, but, but I've told this story several times as an 11 year old, I was going to be a pro athlete, right. Until this moment where I finally played for a championship in soccer and I got called for tripping in the final minute of a tie game and the guy kicked the winning penalty kick. And I went home that night. That's the night I decided to be a sportscaster as an 11 year old. I'm like, I'm not built to be a pro athlete. It's never going to happen. Look at me. Uh, look at your family. Nobody plays sports. What are you doing? Uh, and then I'm like, all right, but sports matter. Sports matter. You love sports so much. Look at how upset you are over this thing at this age. So if it matters this much to you, how can you find a way to stay in it? And so that's when it dawned on me. I could be a sportscaster. I say the same things when I'm watching a game that the dudes on TV are saying, because my family always looks back at me. Hey, Johnny, didn't you just say that? Oh, what's <laughs> happened? So all that kind of that all, the math started mathing in my brain. And uh, and I was like, all right, this is what I need to do. And so for that long, when you think about a journey that that started all the way back then um, to get now to this point, uh, I still have like the appreciation for all of that. I still have the appreciation for why sports matter to me so much, but I still have the passion for music and I have the appreciation for those who do it with virtuosity, just like the athletes who do it at the highest level, like all these dudes that have been assembled by James Jones and his staff and are about to take the floor together wearing the purple and orange and we can't wait for it, right? But we, but it's the same kind of juice that I get when I'm getting ready to go watch a band that I love. Uh, and so I was trying to figure out how can I intertwine all of this in what I do? in my presentation, in, in my, what I'd like to consider as an art form and play by play for the radio. Uh, and so I enjoyed the effort of, of you know, what would maybe fit different moments. It's not easy to do uh, to, to, you know, because I, I still want to call the game and respect that art form of uh, describing the action. I don't want to distract from that. I know I'm not the story here and I'm not the show, uh, but I also know that I want to do something different and I want to be able to kind of leave my own uh, print on it. So maybe uh, there'll be a little bit more of the intertwining of music and, and um, hip hop and, and basketball and, and what I do. It might not be in calls, uh, or it might. I, I'm playing with a lot of stuff in my brain right now. And I just need the time to kind of sort it all out and bounce it off some people with better brains than mine. I, I think that's where I'm at. Have you, uh, so not us three. Have, have you, <laughs> this is where all the bad ideas come out. Yeah, that's what we're here for. No, this we're this doing, place is really meant for creating words. That's what this exactly. is. Yes, exactly. Speaking of creating words, <laughs> I listened to your interview on Burns and Gambo. And your new nickname for a Kogi, dude, I, I shit you not. I was, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> Did I you laugh stop because laughing. it was bad? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just, I did not, I did not expect that. I was just like, what the hell? So unfortunately, I, I, I've been traveling, so I missed that. Um, okay, I'm going to hit you with it. 
So I'm you ready. Know, all all the guys in the room call him J.O. That's his nickname, Josh Kobe. Yeah. It's also his initials for those who are slow with the the words. Um, <laughs> and so I'm getting so there. I'm getting thinking, there. He he did some uh, you know some, he did some crazy shit. Let's be honest. Like the block shot that he took the length of the floor. Uh, he blocked a three point shot. Remember this? Yeah. And then took it and jammed. Almost out of midair. Yeah. Oh, so badass. So he could do some stuff like that. So I wanted like something when that goes down. So I'm like, he's not J.O. He's J. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like also it. an ode to one of my favorites in Dickie V, who, you know, he's come on hard oh, times okay. health wise. Okay. Shout out to the, one of the greatest of all time, Dick Vital. Okay. And, you know, I remember as a kid going, uh oh. He's a TTP, baby. <laughs> and so that's a little, it's a little shout out to Dickie V. No, it's it's not, it's not bad at all. It just, oh, it just caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's, it's different Dude, decibel I, level. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Dude, and, yeah. and here here's what I'll say too about the 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 hip hop and the references you do. So uh, everyone that listens to this and everybody here knows I'm not like a huge hip hop guy, but I, I listen to but I don't know it, right? So I remember I was listening to a game driving home one night because I'm a masochist and work really late into the night. And and I don't remember which one it was, but you dropped one in. And I was like, was that one? And I, and, and, and I bring that up because that just shows how seamless it is because you called the game, called the game, dropped it in, and me not fully knowing whether they were hip-hop lyrics or not, wasn't sure if you did, but obviously... Hip hop lyrics are different, but again, the the flow. That's what. So, it's it's fun that you do it because, to your point, you know, you're saying it's not about you. You're not the show, but you add the little bit of kind of fun that makes you think, but doesn't distract from the game. That's the goal. Nice man. Well, I I mean, isn't he kind of the show? Because he is the voice. But he's He's not telling the the story. But if he doesn't do it the way he does it. It's not a show. It's fair. What is he, a clown for you, Paul? Does he make you laugh? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Am I amusing? (laughs) Do I amuse you? You amuse you? (laughs) (laughs) You He's not the show. Funny how. The big show? Funny how. The big show. Did you ever watch that show? We said show so many times right now. I thought it was great. I was really disappointed when Netflix canceled it. No, I I definitely watched my share of that one. Um, What was the one that was so like misogynistic? There's no way it would ever go now. And it had like the women bouncing on the trampolines. What was that? That was the man show. The man Man show. show, Yeah. Yeah. Where where, where Jimmy Kimmel did blackface as Carl Malone. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So much wrong. So much that does not stand up today. Uh, But but we all watch it anyway. Back to where were we? Where were we on this topic? We were talking about me not being the show. That's what's so weird about these couple days, to be honest, guys. We're taught in journalism school, you're not the story. Don't become the story. This is like the one time it's okay to, I think, to be the story, right? Uh, Right. Taking over for a legend, and it's okay that we're talking about, but it is uncomfortable, I will be honest. Uh, I'm ready to talk Suns basketball. Do we know who's taking over the after show? I like this fucking guy. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Can't drop that on you. Yeah, I don't know. That's not my decision. Um, Yeah, so they have not. uh, They. I don't think they made that decision yet. Okay. Might not. 
Paul. Bloom. I'll be I listening, just want to talk Paul. Sons. Paul. <laughs> actually, I actually want to ask you one more thing. <laughs> oh, Paul. That was great. That was, that was so fantastic. That was a good clue. right over that into your question. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm not trying to be mean. It was yeah, funny. Me either, dude. This sorry. is a fun-loving moment. I was oh, saying no. it. I, I don't know so... what I did. Bloom goes, Bloom goes, I just want to talk Suns basketball. And you immediately ask him another question about like the broadcast side of things. It was just, it was a funny moment, man. It was fun. Okay. That was a very, that's that why was I was a very, like this fucking guy. That was a very fan of the Flames moment right there. Man. It was a Paul moment for sure. Oh, I love you, oh, buddy. Man, so great. much. So much. Words can't describe it. And I mean that. Um, Please don't rage quit. Then we have to cut the episode again. It's been really good so far. Um, hey, so what the hell? let's talk about the Suns, guys, because we're closing in on an hour, and I think did we, you say we've met Booker? Did huh? you say Dan's been really good so far? No, he said the episode's been really good. <laughs> oh, so far. good star, Dan. I was like, you don't start for like, Dan. What the hell? Good job, buddy. <laughs> Dude, I look at this point. We we, we I regularly watch I regularly watch a podcast, listen to a podcast where they say the c word more times an episode than I heard in the first forty years of my life. So your <laughs> behavior point. is really the the dude. I, I I tried the other day. This was stupid of me. I'm like, oh look, Aussies are on. I put it on the TV in the living room. Like one of my oh kids no. I'm like, well. <laughs> Boyd's name is like Fucko or something. I'm like, well, like <laughs> it looks at the screen. It's already bad. Anyway, we should talk about the Suns now. <laughs> so uh, here's here's the question I'll ask. Outside of like the, and maybe we've already talked about this because I don't know. We haven't recorded an episode in like a month and a half, and I don't remember what we talked about last time. But odds are anybody listening doesn't either. So I'll move on. Outside of like the obvious names, who are you most looking forward to see play this season? Bloomer, why don't we start with you? If if you're so inclined, of course. I am of course inclined. Um, I'm excited to see a lot of this group. You know, there's one guy I haven't talked about yet um, with anyone who I am looking forward to seeing, and that is uh, uh, basically a guy who was in essence, a throw-in. I'm talking about Jordan Goodwin. I've heard mm-hmm. a lot about how uh, he may be a, an impactful player for the Suns, and I don't think a lot of people would expect that because, yeah, like I talked about, it was all about Brad Beal, that trade. The, it was a Bradley Beal trade, and and rightfully so. Bradley Beal's been an all-star, and, and I think we're all salivating to see him in a Suns uniform. But uh, the second unit for me is going to be a fascinating journey. I think I'm going to put it as a journey because there's all new parts. And so we know it's going to take some time through camp for Frank Vogel and his staff to identify the rotations. And it might not even happen in the preseason, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it may be a healthy expectation to have for Suns fans that there is still tinkering going on into the start of the regular season before we really know kind of what the established roles are. Uh, But doesn't it kind of 
tickle your fancy a little bit uh, to think about when the games might be out of hand and the Suns are rolling out guys like the one I just mentioned in Jordan Goodwin, uh, the the young man they drafted into Monty Kamara and, and maybe a bowl bowl and some other action that you just, you know, you have never seen before in a Suns uniform. And I, it might not happen that often, but it's weird. Like all the focus is on the stars and it should be. And this starting lineup is going to be as good of a starting lineup. I think any of us have ever laid eyes on. I really believe that. Uh, and then it's about all this other stuff. Can you get guys to understand their roles, relish those roles, thrive in them? Then this is going to be a team that is going to turn into an absolute stalwart. If they stay healthy, uh, it should be an absolute force. So uh, did I answer the question, Justin? I'm not sure. I kind of yeah, you said You said Jordan Goodwin. I picked one specifically because I hadn't talked about him yet. And I'm excited to yeah. see him play. There you go. So you, you definitely answered it. So absolutely. What about what about you other two? Who wants to go first? I, I'm no looking forward to Nobody. Utah. Oh, you, you took mine. Well, sorry. I mean, I was I was paying attention to. I should have gone uh, first. Damn it. His games playing for Japan in the world in the World Cup. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Real quick. We're we're in we're in front of a professional. So it's Yuta, right, John? Yuta. Yuta. Yeah, Utah. Not okay. Utah, Thank bro. You. Utah. 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 Yeah. I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I think is the only did you get it, Dan? Did you get the reference? It's very, very, very obscure, but from a fantastic movie that which you've probably never seen. Hey, hold on. Really, let's take bets. I just feel really happy right well, now. Well, we don't take bets, so let's vote. Has Dan seen the movie? My hands up again. Damn it! I could have <laughs> uh, has Dan seen the movie that we're all thinking of right now? Who says yes? Don't raise yeah. your hands. Say yes. Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Oh, what movie. I'm, I'm going to say no. Point Break. Oh yeah, the reboot or the original? The original, but I don't remember any of it. Like, okay, I watched it so long ago. She watched it again. It's amazing. Now, see, now I'm going to go back and I'm going to... Hey, you know what? Movie sucked, I said no, I should have said yes. It's like betting the Top Gun, I didn't like Top Gun. The reboot? sucked. Both of them. I didn't like either one. Wow. All right. Yeah. Not into the the firefighting. Just not into supporting America. Jesus, I knew somebody was going to fucking say this. (laughs) Against against random countries. Listen. uh, What are you, not a man, Dan? (laughs) <laughs> according to everyone i want to make america great again so <laughs> that's right the resident gotta love it yeah um, dude that's hilarious that that's still like that thing. still sticks that's because i don't let it die dan <laughs> 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 yeah, th- thanks for that by the way i i can be i can be persistent to a fault at times i apologize <laughs> at times <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've recently had more, I'm going to be honest right now, I'm going to have more and more like other attorneys and opposing me in cases, like seeming to not like me. And I'm starting to wonder, maybe I'm not as charming as I think. I don't know. Hey, or, it's all business. Or maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe I do this too much. It's like, oh, it's like I'm just talking to Paul. Anyway. All right, Paul. I interrupted. Yeah. So, Paul, you were answering about Utah. Utah. Utah Wontay Navy is that Wontay Navy? Stop Australian. it! Stop, dude. He's not from the South. You're lucky you got a. You're lucky you have a half Asian on this podcast. I think you'd be in trouble. But yeah, you, you, Utah Wontay um, He his play for Japan um, through injury, mind you, 
Um, he played really, really well for that team. I mean, he had a couple games that were under underwhelming, but overarching, I think he played, he played really well. And I mean, in this offense, like he's going to have like space for days and, you know, to be honest, I'm a little afraid that like some of these guys are going to have so much space. They're not going to know what to do with it. And like, <laughs> <laughs> but they'll too learn. Open. Yeah, like, I was going to say, they'll or... get used to being too open. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, too open is bad when it surprises you, but. Yeah. You know, well, you talk games. about having to get comfortable being uncomfortable. They might have to get comfortable being comfortable. <laughs> because yeah, exactly. Be, that's it. They're not used to being that comfortable because they normally have a guy draped on them. But when you got Beal, Booker, and Durant all next to you, it might be a little different. Uh, by the way, I keep going back to that, and I don't want to sleep on DA's role and everybody else on the squad. But when you talk about the stars of Beal, Booker, and Durant, and you just use – those initials, what does it come out to? Yalbiv DeVoe. <laughs> Bam! Back to hip-hop. See, we can't get that it. far from it. It always goes back. I love it. Wait, oh. so, is, so is this team new edition? <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of related. It's all in there. Uh, it, you stir it in the pot. No, I, I think it's BBD. But uh, but we can't leave DA out. It's a, like yeah. if you just want BBD, uh, then you're leaving everybody else out. But we haven't gotten uh, all the answers here. Yeah. Well, uh, now <laughs> DA, we got to talk about him. But we'll get the answers first. Yes. Dan. DA Dan, was go my ahead. DA was well, my no, answer. He, Perfect I feel, like he, I feel like he falls in as like a. Okay, fine. Devin thing. Booker. <laughs> oh, like you mean like the bench and shit? Gotcha. <laughs> Um, Eric Gordon, honestly, I think he's going to win the six man of the year award. I, I am, I've been, I've been writing an article for Brightside for like the past three weeks because I <laughs> try to like work on it when I get time to, which, uh, God is never. Um, but that's one it's, it's on gambling. Go figure. <laughs> hey, Justin, by the way, <laughs> by the way don't take we hit advice. our, since we hit our super big bet today, um, Maybe we should throw some few shekels on uh, Eric Gordon to win six man of the year, huh? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. What oh, are Dave, those odds at? I am. Uh, I think it's thirteen hundred. Wow. So it's in essence, like I said, I'm slowly working on the article. You're doing um, a great job, Justin. We're proud of you. It's it's in draft. It's in draft, Voida. I promise. I promise. Uh, <laughs> It's, but like, yeah, dude, it's, it's, a, it's a pre it's a preseason gambling article. It's still it's like it, we're, we got a I got a month. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really excited to see what he does. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be closing a lot of games. Um, yeah. You know, first guy off the bench. He has that he has that firepower. Like I, man, I'm gonna hammer the four threes between him and Yuta all season long because I feel like those guys are gonna be so wide open that they're just gonna. It, it's going to be crazy. That's why. Yeah. That, that's why. That's why I said earlier. You know, like I want to see what this team can do. I think they can be an all-time team. I really. And do. it was cool as hell to see Gordon and Da start to develop that chemistry playing for the Bahamas because you know, you know, when you can get that kind of thing going. Anybody who's played basketball before, uh, it's so vital to know your teammates' tendencies, right? And so if if Gordon's going to be coming in in big moments and they're sharing the floor during those moments, like you said, closing some games, Dan. I mean that just that relationship that might have just been developed in the summer could pay dividends. 5,500. Yeah, I just saw that. I was like, wow. Plus 5,500. 
Uh, yeah, no, that's that's huge. That's huge because I mean, we when we talk about it too. They're gonna have to stagger these lineups, right? Especially with yeah. it being so you know star heavy at the at the top. And so DA's not a single with, point guard. Yeah, DA's gonna play with with a lot of the the bench uh, the bench guys and and you know saw some of the other guys. I mean, we saw those. I don't know if I liked them at the time, but those uh, those closing first quarter lineups where it was book and four bench guys um, didn't look great, but I think it'd be a little bit different with a team like this. Um, so I think I think we're going to see a lot of D.A. and Eric Gordon playing together. So, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm excited for that. That that looked awesome and good for them, too. They still have to they still have to win another. They have to win next year to qualify. Yeah. Again, right. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I don't they have to win win, but they have to like get in like the top three or four or something to get something the, like that yeah yep that's awesome yeah and it's not they got to wait all the way till july i think before the next yeah. qualifying tournament so yeah right now they get to just basically celebrate for a year because they they balled out and they did something that probably you know wasn't a, get, a given for them with the group that they were up against uh got some big wins and just seeing gordon not only with the range for days because i mean yeah. that guy you talk about Dame and Steph. Eric Gordon's not far behind with his range. That dude yeah. shoots as soon as he gets oh, yeah. across midcourt. Yeah, it's going to be really fun seeing him. And, and, and to the point you guys are bringing up, you know, him closing games, right? And that's that's where I think the whole six-man-of-the-year thing really makes sense is because he's going to get that little bit of a bump there um, because they're not going to be afraid to give him the ball for the reasons you're saying, Bloom, in, in those closing moments, even if he's out there next to KD next to book um so and and you know i was looking back through our my notes from like i don't know a few episodes ago and we we did definitely did like a version of this because i have some very useful watanabe stats here ready so last season shot just a shade under 46 percent on catch and shoot threes and then corner threes was 51 percent on 72 attempts so damn to the the space point i mean just think about that that's that's last year on the nets the gravity that these other guys are going to have regardless of what combination uh, of the dudes it is on the court when he's out there you know and this is assuming he he's that dude that gets into the rotation because like you're saying bloomer <clears throat> they're gonna be tinkering who knows when they're gonna settle on a rotation who knows gonna, who's gonna rise to the top when it comes to that stuff oh i'm getting so excited from basketball to be here <laughs> Three weeks, dude. Three weeks. Let's go. Feels like a lifetime. Feels like a lifetime. Well, I I could could seriously just say keep doing this all night, but (laughs) we we have been going, I think, over an hour now. I'm not very good at keeping this time still. It's about an hour, Um, actually. But what what else, guys? I mean, anything else? No? Nobody? Paul, you got any more media-related questions you want to throw out there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can go okay. offline. I got, I got, I got, I got a good one. Uh, maybe a couple because I was thinking about this today, and I'm like, you know, Bloom and I like golf together. So you're out there, we talk a lot. I'm like, know each other pretty well. I'm like, what do I not know about this guy? And then I started thinking, you know what? There are things about Bloom that I don't know that I also don't know about Paul and Dan. Oh no! And these are these are <laughs> and, and right, and that's crazy because I've known Paul long more than half my life at this point. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I know. Sorry, <laughs> having another moment, guys, but a different one this time. We've also <laughs> um, we've all we've also known each other for as long as DeAndre Eaton and Cal Bridges' career. Oh, that's Ooh. weird. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, it makes me feel. It actually, makes me feel younger. So thank you. <laughs> um, 
But okay, we'll 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 start with Bloom. And these are sports related though still. So all right. But what's your first sports memory, like pro sports memory of you actually being at an event? Great question. And I'm glad you, you phrased it that way because it's pro and that makes it specific. So I remember it because it was a double header. My dad didn't take us to a lot of games. So he figured if I'm going to take the kids to a game, I'm going to a double header and we're getting two games for the price of one, basically, because back then he was thinking you just stayed. It was the Giants and the Braves at Candlestick Park. And uh, Dale Murphy was the slugger for the Braves. Dale and he Murphy. hit two homers in the first game, and they whooped us. And he hit another one to top it off in the second game, and they beat us again. So I learned about losing very early. Uh, I think I was four <laughs> or five at that one. Uh, and the Giants were struggling when I was little. I know they've, been, they've now won since I've been a, a grown-up, but that was awesome to experience that with my kids. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was giants Braves. And then I do remember my first Suns game as a Suns fan. I was 13 years old and KJ had just been traded from the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's what be- made me a Suns fan. Uh, cause he was my favorite athlete of all time. So he comes to Phoenix and I changed my allegiances. Now I'm a Suns fan and my, and I see that the Suns are coming to play the Warriors in the Bay. And I make my dad, my dad champed up. Thank you. Shout out Jordan Bloom, my dad, for doing this. He's about to turn 80. I'm going to go to the Bay to help him celebrate in a few weeks. Can't wait for that. But he took me to my first Suns game. We watched KJ, and I went and geeked out earlier, looked at basketball reference just to remind myself of how that game went down. KJ had a triple-double. I didn't remember it at all that he went off like that in that game. Uh, I was so jacked just to see him because I had met him at Cal basketball camp as an 11-year-old, and now here's my, like, you know, idol. He's playing in the league and, and they beat the Warriors that night. Uh, both teams were kind of mediocre at best below 500 squads that year. But, uh, that I, I felt like I had to share too, uh, Justin, I know I took too much time giving you no. two answers for the price no. of one, but it makes sense. It's the double header. Exactly. Just, just <laughs> not a chip off the old block. There it is. I, mm-hmm. I was looking for it. Dude, that's awesome. I, and I love how, I love how vivid those memories are as well. As well, and I I was also a huge KJ fan. You know, my my mom used to call KJ. She called KJ her her second son. I've been like, not like, and if you knew my mom, like, not in a funny ironic way. Like, she literally meant like she wishes he would, would die for him. Son. Yeah, <laughs> and he had he had a personalized license plate on his Porsche, Hope Seven, and. My mom, one time we were coming home from a son's game and was we were behind him and she was literally following him. I think he was terrified, like <laughs> terrified. Little did he know that it was like, you know, a, a an 11 year old kid and his little Filipino mother, like really no threat whatsoever. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, nonetheless. Oh, 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 no, he's still here somewhere, somewhere in the ether. Um. I think Paul. he just had to step away for a sec. Yeah, Paul, what about you, buddy? So my earliest sports memory, I I was pretty young, so I can't tell you what teams it was who was playing. Well, I know it was the Phillies, but I don't know who they were playing because <laughs> Paul's like, I don't know where I, where I was. Well, no, because the memory <laughs> is meeting the Philly fanatic. Like oh, I met him in the stadium, sweet. and like as like a four year old, <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's like super awesome, and like it's huge. I, yeah, and so like I was like a. Yeah, that's like the first I even kind of fandom I had. 
even though my dad hated it because he hated the Phillies because he's a Yankees fan. <laughs> Dude, I need to. I, I want to. I need to ask your dad next time I see him if there's like a picture of little Paul with the Philly fanatics. Oh, 100 percent, there is. Yes, I need that. Deal, That's gonna be my ex ex profile picture. There's yeah. There, there's probably other things because I know my dad took me to stuff when I was younger than that, but I have no memory of it. Well. That sounds less exciting. But I've seen, I don't want, like, the, I don't want like little pictures. baby Paul. That doesn't. I've seen sound the pictures. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul imitated himself as a baby. Okay, Daniel, what about you, buddy? Dude, when I was little, I couldn't understand the concept of sporting events. I just thought it was like something that was on TV. I thought it was like a TV show, right? <laughs> so my first, like, you know, I was like five, six, seven. Like, I remember my first game. I was like, I don't even remember how old I was, um, but. It was against the Vancouver Grizzlies and the Suns won 107 77. And I remember, I, I remember like it was yesterday. Like I, I'll never forget, like I'll never forget, like, like going with my dad. And like, it, it's just, it's like one of those things where like every little detail kind of gets ingrained in you. Um, so that's like my first memory of a, of a sporting event. Um, and then I've talked about it on, you know, the, the, on the pod before. Um, I think the coolest, I mean, I went to a finals game, so it's hard to say this now. I went to a finals game and I was at the Valley Ute game, but I was at the game for Rex Chapman's three. Oh, and that was sick. That was yeah. sick, but they lost that game. So I was like, kind of like, ugh, like it kind of like took away from it. But like being in the, like that, I, I remember like being like genuinely frightened a little bit because it was so loud. I was like, oh shit. Um, sick, dude. But. Yeah, dude, that was like about that. Cam Johnson's game winner against the Knicks. Mm -hmm. The place was insane. Oh, dude, the value. Yeah. Oh, I bet that was yeah. 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 I I woke my entire family up that night, but like I did this weird like I jumped and I hit the ceiling, and then we have low ceilings. I I didn't jump high just to be clear. (laughs) Um, I feel like I didn't need a dig at myself right there like that, but what do you know, right? Um, but I started to yell, but I like realized half yell, I shouldn't yell because my kids are sleeping. So I just let out this weird like guttural, like half scream, half like a like, yelp. Whisper. Yeah, maybe. And like my wife, like oldest come running out of them, like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they won. I'm like jumping around like they won, like whispering it. And they're like, well, we heard a loud crash. And then you kind of like, they might have actually said Yelp. Now that you say, now that you say it, Dan. So <laughs> I, 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 that was, I can only imagine what it was like in the arena yeah. is my point. It was, I, I could, you could feel the place shaking. Yeah. It was wild. And Bloomer, Bloomer, appreciate you, buddy. Bloomer's cutting out, guys. Thanks, buddy. Congrats Congrats again. A little little quick family emergency I just found out about, but all is good. Uh, Thank you for having me. I don't want to hit and run. This has been awesome. I was so psyched to have this conversation with you guys. Can't wait to share the season with you and with the Fan in the Flames audience. Let's do it again soon, man. Appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Have a good night, buddy. Um, I'll throw mine out really quick just so you guys know. You guys have probably heard it before, but I was at the game when Tom Chambers scored 60 points, setting the former franchise record. That was pretty sweet. And 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 is that your first memory though? 
yeah, it really is. But you know what it might be, though? Because, well, because I was only like eight or nine. I mean, is it that? I'm sorry. Maybe. Is that not a good one? But also could be because <laughs> they played that during COVID on like Fox Sports when they were showing like old Suns games. And so you found yourself. I did. I was adorable. <laughs> I was. All right, boys. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Yeah. I feel like we've said a lot. I don't think I'm going to ask you. Well, I will. Anything else you want to add before we go? No. Just dead silence. I love it. Well, we appreciate you guys listening as always. Very much so. Thank you so much to Bloomer for joining us. Seriously, goosebumps when I think about, you know, him getting that job, getting that gig. I'm so, so incredibly happy for the guy. I mean, 100%, man. Such a great dude. So, like, and I mean that from like a, like, as a, like a person, like a great person. Oh, yeah. And no, for sure. Somebody that absolutely deserves to have that gig. And frankly, I mean, a dude that resonates with, with fans, right? I mean, that's yeah. how we, that how, how we all first meet him was through one of those little Zoom meetups, right? Yeah. Over, over, no, no, COVID. we met, we met him at, uh, when we met, we met him at Summer League. Summer League. He was oh. at the same thing we met Dan. I no, that was, was that's not we. I met you guys a year before. No, I thought we right. You met us a year before, but the one that yeah, the one that the same night the I'm Tim Tompkins sure. night. Oh we, yeah, yeah. Bloomer <laughs> was there. I popped right oh. Bloomer was there. Yeah, he was. Okay, well, that was the first time, but that was like on the. That's the first time I met personal I met level, person. right? Like, you know what yeah. I mean, though. Like, yeah, yeah. The first time we dug deeper with him, anyway. But like, the point being that was still also kind of like a fan related thing. Right. So yeah. like, yeah. Oh yeah. Resonates, resonates with the people. Um, and that's why, again, I, I did, I, I see him in that seat for a long ass time. And again, as a person who still unfortunately somehow works on godly hours, that is fabulous for me because I listen to a lot of games also. And that was all me saying thanks, Bloom, for joining us. So, And thank you all for listening. We appreciate you listening. We love each and every one of you. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening.
my hair, my, my hair flow, but my hair flow, Daniel. Your sweet, sweet locks. What's up, buddy? Daniel, dude. <laughs> oh God, you know what? I can't even bring myself to this. So I'm gonna do this anyway. Did you hear the 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 news that DA got traded? <laughs> Buddy, bro, what's going on? Ah, dude. How are you? It's been so long. It's been so long. And and everybody listening, it's been so long. I miss you guys. Dan missed you guys. Paul, not here, did not miss you guys. It's been so long. It's been so long that 16-year-olds are starting to look like 18-year-olds. It's fucking crazy. What? Is that Josh, yeah, that was a Josh Giddy joke. Didn't get it. Oh, I mean, that wasn't really a Josh Giddy joke per se. Yeah, you're right. Just cut that out. That was bad. Cut that out. You want me to edit something? You haven't done that. Like, I don't remember how to post these. Like, well, I think we'll be lucky if this sees anything other than us looking at the screen right now because. I legit don't remember how to post these and I'm getting old and, and stuff, you know, escapes my memory. Maybe I will edit this now. <laughs> I'm saying shit that just, it's not nearly as bad as what you said. Anyway. Hey, wait, what, why, why was it bad? What did I say that was bad? You're the one that told me to edit it and take it out. Oh, you don't have to take it out. It was just, a, <laughs> it was just a bad joke. I was just making, trying to make a Josh Giddy joke a and bad. it went over your head, bro. It's okay. It was it a bad really joke. Did. You know what? You know what? I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm done arguing. <laughs> I'm not really, oh, dude. Dude, okay. Hey. Anyway, so I don't Andre know where to start. I don't know where to start. We're not starting there. <laughs> although, although I will say one thing, and I think I've said this on like whatever other podcasts I've been on since the last one we did of this, and there have been a handful. Life for me is in fact easier when i don't have to defend deandre ayton because oh, it's really really difficult to do anyway that's all i'll say about that we're not starting at deandre ayton we're not starting at i don't know what what else has happened between back then and now i meant like off season wise that i could reference i got nothing but why don't we start with the the, the big broad question Ever since DeAndre Aiden got traded, and I guess we had the big three before that, but we've all been waiting to see Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant on the court together. And here we are months and months and months after the DeAndre Aiden trade, after the season has even started, and we are still waiting. Who would have thought, who would have thought, Daniel, that we would have an episode of fanning the flames out before we had a game where the big three all played together. I certainly wouldn't have thought that yet here we are. So that begs the question, when are they going to play or begs the question, whatever the question you want it to be, because I really don't care. Dude, I'm just happy to see your face. <laughs> I might be too high because Oh, this God. answer, what if they just can't be on the floor at the same time? Like, in a, what if it's one of those a, things where it's just like, kind of way? yes, dude, yes. Oh, like, what if they have some type, what if there's like some type of fucking, like, 
true north magnetic pool that just not pool pull that just doesn't allow them to be at on the court at the same time it's possible have beal and book played together all yet no because i was just gonna say like if that's the case as long as one of the two on the court is always devin booker then i'm okay well you know not okay but <laughs> But in you know your what? little in your little metaverse that you just made up, that's where I would stand. Okay, I agree. Did I did I correctly use the term metaverse right there? I don't no. even know, but it seemed metaversey. No, I don't know what metaverse is though. Is that isn't that like a Marvel thing? I think it's a fucking. Isn't that a fucking Zuckerberg thing? I don't know, man. Where's Paul I mean, when we need him? I'm no, telling dude. you, dude. The fucking comic books is the multiverse, not the metaverse. Oh, the metaverse, the metaverse is Zuckerberg, you fucking <laughs> dork. What the fuck? How am I how am I a dork for not knowing that? Because like it's even worse to know that like nope, you're that's not what Facebook then. is. Like, I told you I'm not what? arguing tonight. Yes, you are. No, hey. Seriously, I feel like Paul would have known all of this and told well, us. Well, I know it, but you didn't. Which confused so, the fuck out of me. I, it's the multiverse, not the so, metaverse. You weirdo. So could I have said you made up a multiverse? Would no, that because sense? that no, no, it doesn't make sense. So All it's I'm just saying an alternate is maybe, universe. No, if there's thing. no alternate nothing. Maybe there's just like the uh, there's something that does not allow them to be on the court at the same time. Because you know what, they haven't been mythical. And you said, yeah. So I'm yeah, saying maybe, but no, that's mythical. It has oh, I see. But this is still this universe. Never mind, dude. We are we are not in a good headspace to be having no, this conversation right now. Doing a fantastic job. But anyway, <laughs> but any, I just I, like <laughs> we're in the perfect headspace. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> This is fantastic. This is great fucking radio or great podcast. I said radio like we're on, we're fucking live right now. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Fucking Jesus Christ. All right. So um, anyway. Yeah, man, the, like, the, the, the only the only reason I say that is because like, do you remember that one time we thought all three of them were going to be like, it was like the biggest cock tease ever. They were like, oh, the big three. And it's like five minutes before the game. Brad Beal was like, ah, my back kind of, my back kind of yeah. hurts. So. I'm out. Just all right. Well, man. let's no more doom and gloom. I don't like. How hey, but I, no. The, the question was: the question was, is your answer to the question never? Because the question was, when are they going to play together? I'm going to say never. Holy fuck, dude! Really? Not in the regular season. <laughs> Do this again. You know what? Hey, when I wait, you know I'm, what? I'm going to take that back. Thank you, because I was just going to move on. I didn't want to talk about it anymore. I I apparently, I, I mean, apparently, about. I've lost all concept of time because I thought like the fucking playoffs started next week. It's because of this in-season tournament. It's got you all riled up, dude. Can I say? I'm gonna I want to win it. I will say I actually really badly now, but I, 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 I'm, I'm much more into this in-season tournament than I thought I would be. And can I also say that? From a gambling perspective, the other night when the teams kept like playing their players and trying to rip the score, that was that was actually quite enjoyable. Did you win any bets though? Yes. Oh, you did? Oh, thanks for sharing, buddy. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> I actually thought you were retired. Once you're retired, do we have this? I'm, reti- I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm retired, buddy. I'm just I'm just giving you shit. God. God. You could you could if at least you, share your wins. If it makes like, you feel hey, at least feel you could better. be like, hey, I won. If it makes you, know, you feel any sp- better, that was Tuesday. And what's today? Thursday. It's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was not kind to me. Listen, man, we may suck at gambling, but at least we've hit some pretty fucking big bets. It was a lot of fun, too. You know? Yeah. It's fun. Entertaining. It is fun. It's fun getting kicked in the dick over and over again with the buddy. <laughs> Always with a buddy. <laughs> Safe way to do it. Safest way to do it. All right. So, okay. I don't I don't know that never is the correct answer. It's to not. That, to the answer. It's, it, it's not. I, I'll, say, I'll say for sure after Christmas. If not Christmas Day. Well, what's what's Brad Beal's timeline right now? Is he getting reevaluated next week? Is that right? Am I right on that? Because I said three weeks when they shut him weeks. down. Well, I think that's next week then, right? Yeah. So that puts him right in line to make his Christmas Day debut. Who do we play on Christmas this year? The Mavericks? Mavs? Yeah. I said that with a question mark at the end of it, but I believe so. We could look it up, but we we could, but I'm not gonna. I see neither one of us making that effort. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's let's ask the let's ask the question then, Daniel. What do you and I have actually really been looking forward to asking you this because I know that your general stance on this subject is oh boy, you, you don't give a flying fuck. Oh but I, I I'm intrigued to see. And I, I think I might even know that perhaps the answer. Are we be. talking about uniforms? We are. El Valle. We have not talked about it yet. Well, we haven't done Fanning the Flames because, again, I'm pretty sure we hadn't seen the uniforms yet. Yes, no, we had not. Um, but what do you think, man? Those might be my favorite uniforms of all time. Yeah. That's bold. That's bold. Uh, you know, minus the starburst, the, the starburst, the sunburst. Um, starburst are delicious. Starburst sound bomb right now. We had Jeez. so many of them left over from Halloween. Fuck. And then I found them, and then they were gone. Ah, uh, damn. So anyway, uh, I I love the uniforms. I, you know what? I, to be honest with you, and I I think I I fucking text this in the group chat. I was like, I'm these might. Be my favorite uniforms just based on the hype video and based on just what they stand for the culture and all that shit. i think all that shit kind of goes into it which is why i'm so high on it um you know like that video they put together was sick dude um yeah. you know kd going out there book going out there it's like it's it's dude that's south phoenix right there man like that's like it's just ingrained in there and uh, i'm you know me i don't give a flying fuck about jerseys i'm fucking buying one what i said you did you did dude but yeah i I, love i'm i'm with you man and i'm i'm i'll I'll take a mea culpa on this because when they first got released i was like you know i'm not so sure about these guys here and yeah no not not i don't think that anymore in fact i got one i got i got First time I've ever done this, I bought an official jersey. Oh, I remember you telling me that. Yes. And shout out to my shout out. Who I won't mention Alex, his right? name. So 
no, but don't try to say his name because I don't want like people like inundate him with shit because he hooked me up. He he should feel oh. no. And probably I don't. I'm going to stop right there. But he knows who he is. If he listens, appreciate you again, my guy. But he, he hooked good me job, up, Alex. So. Yeah, Alex. Just call him. <laughs> name starts with an L. I think isn't it Larry? <laughs> Anywho. So you love him. you love him. What, what about the court that comes along with that, it? See, I was gonna say like I, I I like the court. It makes them pop. Yeah, the court's fantastic. They as look well. great. I mean, they look great on the court, man. <laughs> you know the, the 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 amazing thing about it is you look at the Valley jerseys and how well received they were, and how popular they were, and how quickly they sold, and all of that, and then how quickly they were gone. And you hear that they're getting rid of them after, what, two seasons? And it's like, why would they do that? How are they possibly going to replace that jersey, which is, you know, in the recent history of Suns jersey, jerseys, is by far the best. How are they going to do something that's better than that? And they come out with the El Valle, and oh my God, dude, it's... Yeah, it's phenomenal. The floor is phenomenal. Everything about it is is fantastic. Um, I'm I'm sitting here looking out this way into my closet because I can see my jersey hanging right there. I'm just like, makes you horny, huh? Looking whimsically at it. Well, no, okay, my whimsical you know, horniness, potato, <laughs> potato. So yeah, no, I, they, they they and, and you know, hey, look, if there's ever a doubt in anyone's minds that there's Anything life that's truly possible or truly impossible, don't believe that there's anything that's truly impossible. Because we just heard Daniel Duarte on this podcast before <laughs> how much he loves jerseys. After no, we no, have no. so many not times, jerseys, this jersey, this, this jersey. This jersey. When, when we have so many times heard him say he doesn't give a shit about them. so. There's always but, an exception no, hold to on, the rule. Hold on, hold on, hold on to the rule. Hold on, no, fuck that. I need, I need you to clarify. Now Dan doesn't our care. text. Our text message, no, our text message thread. Not, what did I? What exactly did I say? I said I know you guys are gonna give me shit because I don't give a fuck about jerseys. But this what? fucking hype video got me so hard that I love this fucking video. That I love these jerseys. It's fucking fantastic. You That's all I said. Right. Well, you also said you love them here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. Why are you trying to fucking get me caught up, Justin? Fuck. And what? I'm not doing anything. I'm just talking. That's what people always think I'm trying to argue with them. Apparently, I give off that vibe. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I try to speak kindly. I'm too direct. Whatever, man. Like, Fuck I'm those usually, jerseys. I feel like I'm usually not direct. <laughs> They're terrible. You know what? We, we should talk more about the in-season tournament, though, because we kind of glossed over it. And... The reason it popped back in my head is because one thing I will note, this is because I just said they're terrible. The floors for the in-season tournament are horrific. Like, Meh. I, I, I get headaches watching those some of those games. And you know what's weird? I feel like it maybe is a Channel 3, the, the AZ Family TV feed or whatever, but the Suns one was blind like painfully blinding on on that channel like i'd have to turn my tv setting to like you know dark mode or whatever oh no shut the fuck up no stop 
and relax. Then, but no, but then ESPN was different. Okay, I'm obviously being a little facetious. Be dramatic. But they were. It was not ple- like it was noticeable to my eyes. They were. They were, were uncomfortable. They weren't great. So, but but you're being dramatic. You know what? Nothing I happened to your eyes, Justin. You I'm watched like, the game. I, just we don't know fine. yet. We don't know what kind of long term damage might have been done. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me it's not about the courts. Now, now let me ask you this about the end season tournament. Do you pay attention to it, like through the course of it, like the standings all and all that, or did you not really care that much about it till we got to the point where it was like, all right, the Suns might be moving through here? Absolutely fucking not. I don't even know how the fuck it works. Um, I didn't know that you had to run up the score in order to like fucking like advance. That's insane. Um, so yeah, I have no idea how it works. I just know the Suns are in the what quarterfinals and they're going to play the Lakers and uh, yeah, fuck them. Cause uh, let's go get the Lakers ass. Yeah. I, li- I like that. I like that approach. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more of, I'm more in the boat of, I, I started paying attention to it when I saw that the Suns were going to be, you know, I'd have a chance to go three and one and realize, okay, well, maybe we might be able to get somewhere. And that's when I found out about the whole, like, I, I didn't realize prior to that, the tiebreakers being point differential. Point differential. That's, that's, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and once you did a math on that, you figure the Suns are pretty safe there to, to move through. But some of the, what, the Eastern Conference games, like what the uh, Celtics, I think, needed to win by like 22 or something like that. So, so like, Jason Tatum's in a blowout game with like a minute and a half left. That's like, wild. They're trying to keep it up. It's like, dude, it's like they're trying to cover the spread. It was, it's, it, but you know, it, it, it added, it certainly added a fun dynamic, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that's the thing. Like, people are like, oh, this is stupid. I mean, yeah, okay, you can call it stupid, but you're going to watch these games fucking anyway, dude. They're regular season games. Why not add a little bit of extra fucking sauce to them? Like, I don't understand people. Oh, my God, this is so dumb. This is so stupid. Like, okay, then just look look at it as a regular season game. That's all you have to do. Um, it's not that fucking deep, guys. Like, it's not that difficult. Yeah, no, and, and it's funny you say that because I was texting with a, a buddy of mine the other day. And he was kind of saying how he, he hasn't really paid attention to the well, – let me, let me just look and see exactly what he said because – Oh, boy. I mean, it's not that bad. I don't know, man. That sounded pretty bad. I just I, – I texted him and just said – because we were texting about one of the games the night before. I said, sort of digging this in-season tournament, though. He said, me, me too, even though I still haven't fully tried to understand how it all works, kind of like to your point, right? Yeah. Um, but I said to him, I feel like that's kind of the beauty in it because it adds this extra dynamic, but at the same time, you don't have to really tune into that extra dynamic if you don't want to. Right. So, like... like Look, we're having this conversation right now. We started it with both of us saying we really want to win the fucking in-season tournament. <laughs> but well, then obviously yeah. we both had varying levels of like what degree we paid attention to it, right? 
but we can still have that that again i'm not to say that we're dynamic yet again but that extra dynamic added to the season and and, and like i said if you don't care for it, you think it's dumb the only thing that really it changes for you about the season is you're going to have a headache for a few games because you have to look at the fucking floor. <laughs> like you, know you said, I do? It's, just a, it's just a regular season game. I don't, I don't, I don't look at those courts, man. I just listen to our buddy John Bloom on the radio instead. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Know it's funny, dude, because when the Suns before they went on that little seven game winning streak, I swear every game that I watched they lost or if i watch part of it like the games like the fourth quarter leads that they blew early in the season i i swear to god each of those games i'm at the office listening to bloom driving home listening to bloom i get home and i fucking turn the tv on for the fourth quarter so i'm like maybe i'm like what if i'm at the point where i just have to not watch these games anymore and then obviously they they've been winning and i've been watching so it's been okay um so so I've gotten I've gotten over that now. In yeah. fact, dude, I went to that. I went to I, we haven't been I, we haven't recorded so did this. I went to that NASCAR race, which by the way was a lot of fun. But we got the you can get headphones that basically plug you into like the NASCAR radio, but you have the live feed. So like when they go to commercial, you get to hear the the guys talking and stuff. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. They're hilarious, but. They're the big old, you know, big, big, big headphones that like fully cover your ears because obviously you're at a NASCAR race. Yeah. So I had, I had it, I had an earbud in one of my ears still and had it covered. So I was listening to the game against Detroit while I was at that race. It was actually quite enjoyable. Um, but yeah, Bloom is fantastic. And he's doing, he's doing a bang up job. Oh, yeah. Dang. His call, his call in the Knicks game. Oh. Oh, I texted him the next morning and I was like, that was masterful, masterful. But yeah, dude. So, I, I mean, wait, where were we? We were talking about what? The in-season tournament. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 there if you want it. And if you don't want it, you don't have to pay attention to it. And you can just treat it like a regular NBA season. And that's, again, why I think it's it's beautiful. And ultimately, I'd be I'm, I'm interested to see because I, I can't imagine they put this in place just for it to be this. Yeah. Right? So I'm in, interested to see what it evolves into. I was going to say it'll evolve into something else. Yeah. And, and, and how it, you know, impacts other aspects of the season, what have you. I mean, at first it seemed to me to be kind of, you know, uh, hokey, I guess it's like, okay, like whatever. Um, and it's not, obviously but if they evolve it i hope they don't evolve it into something like that you know what i mean where yeah you know like the all-star game uh like all that kind of stuff do we i used to love watching everything of all-star weekend now i could give less of a shit maybe it's because i'm getting older i don't know but i think it's gotten much less entertaining um i, and, I think and they like, fuck, like they like fucked up when they went away from the uniforms the winner of the all-star game go like getting home field. Like that was ridiculously stupid. Like hopefully I don't do something kind of over the top with it like that. But anyway, I'm thinking way too far ahead because it's brand new. It's the first time we've ever seen it happen. I, I'm interested to see how it looks in Vegas too. That should be, should be kind of neat. Oh dude. We should go. I'd, I'd be down. 
Actually, I think we've had this conversation. I think we, we have, looked we into did, it, and it was ridiculously expensive. expensive. That's the problem, yeah, because it sold out really quickly. Yeah, it was the uh, tickets and hotels were like <coughs> stupid for the weekend. So that'd hotel. still be sick. I don't need a hotel. I'll sleep in the car. I don't give a fuck. And they're done that. Sleep in that limo that picks us up and takes us to a place where you get robbed. No, 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 Daniel. <laughs> you don't get in that limo. That's the key. That's the key. Um, oh, boy. If so, you know, you know. So who? Okay, let, let's, let's keep, you know, this is kind of fun talking about the in-season tournament. Let's let's talk about it a little bit more um, while I look up the brackets. And I'm still looking up the brackets. There we go. Um, so in the West, Daniel, we have, as you said before, the Suns versus the Lakers, with Lakers being the one seed, Suns four. And you also have the Kings and the Pelicans, Kings being the two, Pelicans the three. In the East, we have the Bucks and the Knicks as the one and four seeds, respectively. And the Pacers and the Celtics as the two and three seeds, respectively. So let's start. Where do you want to start? Let's start on the East. Let's start on the East Coast, shall we? Let's start with the Bucks next game, Daniel. Let's pick uh, who I'll you pick. Bucks. Bucks. We'll do Bucks. I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Yes. So let's pick the Pacers Celtics game, Daniel. Uh, Celtics. I'm going to disagree with you. Well, you know, not everybody can be right. Okay. Um, I mean, we'll see. But <laughs> the reason, the reason being, I, I feel like the Celtics have been kind of weird this year. Like, they're, they're, they still look like something's kind of not quite right with them. Um, and I'm, dude, I just love Tyrese Halliburton so much. And I, Fucking no, 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 stop, stop. Let's not, okay. let, let's not do that. I was talking that again. about it yesterday and it hurt. So you're right. Yeah, okay. let's not do that. So anyway, we'll, we'll all right, let's move on. Let's move on. West. Let's go to the West. So, no, 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 no. Oh, wait, hold on. I thought, oh, we're doing one at a time. Never mind. Continue. Yeah, dude. Come on. Save a I little thought, Sorry. Sorry. In the West. A little anxious, go, you know? Let's go first. Let's go Sacramento. Against the Pelicans in Sacramento. Sacramento for sure. I will agree with you. Lakers Suns. Yeah. <laughs> Suns. Yo. All right. So the only only one we've disagreed on so far is Boston Indiana. Yeah. All right. So the East semifinals. Yours would be Milwaukee, Boston. Who you picking? Boston. Okay. And I have Milwaukee, Indiana. I'm picking Indiana. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. Where are we going? Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Is he still on there? Oh, he's still on there. Team? Oh my god. Poor guy. All right. Let's go out west. Suns Sacramento. Uh, sons, of course. Yep. Sons, of course. And then, Daniel, you know what that means. The championship, the first ever championship for the in-season tournament in Las Vegas, Sons versus, well, for you, 
Boston. For me, Indiana. And you know what that means, Daniel? Indiana versus the Suns, that means no no like eight quintessential big market, big people travel teams, which means ticket prices drop, which means we go. Boom. Look what just <laughs> happened there. Take that metaverse. I'm picking the Suns in my final in that metaverse. It's like, dude, hey, Banning the Flames, podcast of optimism. We also make up words here. Remember, pod forms made that speaking of Bloom, made that up with him. Now we got metaverse, apparently. I don't know. Anyway, uh, who are you picking in your final? Suns, I mean, Suns over Celtics. And that's also going to be the uh, NBA championship. The Suns will beat the Boston Celtics to win the 2024 NBA championship. And finally, bring a championship to Phoenix. I love it. Whoa, don't do that. That sounded very creepy. I love it. I love it. All right. Have we had enough talk about the in-season tournament? Oh, yeah. All right. So let's, let's let's go back to the Suns a little bit here. Because we talked about, well, we you know we talked generally about the big three. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if we need to speak about it much because it speaks for itself. But Devin Booker is fucking next level at this point, like unreal. Yes, when he's when he's out on that court. Um, you have anything to that, or you know? Oh, there you are. You know when people say um, that guy has big dick energy? Yeah. I'm going to say that guy has book dick energy. Oh. Going forward. Well, I like it. We'll play on words. You know. That kid, man. Jesus Christ. Lots of words. Yeah, really, truly. Um, He's been been phenomenal this season. Uh, As is KD. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. It, it's it's really unreal how those guys have performed and you know during the seven game win streak that just came to an end um i think we're starting to really see what the team can be and again we haven't even seen the big three all together uh when we do see that it's going to be fantastic but even without one of them we've seen the team go on the seven game win streak right so we know what they're capable of and, and again it's it's early they're still figuring out system and i've said this on other podcasts but we're still early enough in the season where you've got a group of guys where the turnover of the role players is pretty much 100 percent that's that's going to take a little bit of time because you know it just will um but we're seeing we're seeing what 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 can come of that and I think speaking of role players, one thing I'm curious about from your perspective, Daniel, who's been who, who's who's been most impressive? I guess I'll say to you so far this season. I mean, outside of Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, who's 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 been the one that's been like, yeah, that that guy's that guy's stepped up, or he's doing more than I expected him to do, whatever the case might be. I mean, Eric Gordon's an easy one to me. I mean, he's filled in starting lineup when he's had to off the bench, just brings in that instant offense, um, you know, to the lineup. And not to mention, you know, 
a little bit biased because we have that bet on him for sixth man of the year. Doesn't look great right now. First time ever that we had worse odds when we bet on him um, than they are now. But oh, I, I didn't see that. Nevertheless, that's well, he's fine. also started more games than he's come off the bench. That too. That too. So that sucks too. So Bradley Bill, please get better. Uh, so he's been great. Uh, obviously, Drew Eubanks. Um, love Drew Eubanks. It, instant energy reminds me of uh, Lou Amundsen. But yeah, man. Yeah. Like a better. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I, you know, EG is a, definitely an easy one to say. It'll, I'm just looking at stats right now. He's, like I said, he's started 13 of the 17 games he's played. He's averaging 14.6 points, 2.1 rebounds, 2.9 assists, a steal, and half a block. And he's shooting a percentage that I'm not seeing right now. He's shooting 46.8% overall and 40.3% from three. So, I mean, those are all numbers that you certainly cannot complain about. No. And and he's one of those guys, like you said, plug him in and he seems to kind of roll in whatever role, if you will, you, you, you put him in. Um, you know, one guy that I will mention in this context is the great misunderstood one, Grayson Allen. Oh, Grayson. You know what? That was going to be my second pick. And, you know, he's right there, though. He, he, he's he's started every game that he's played in this year, um, averaging 11.9 points a game, uh, 3.7 re- or excuse me, 4.5 rebounds. 2.9 assists, half a steal, half a block, and he is shooting 48.9% overall, 47.5% from three. Number two in the league. Grayson yeah. Allen has been, I mean, fantastic. Yes. <clears throat> Grayson Allen, um, who a lot of, hey, Let's be real, Suns fans. A lot of us were like, fuck this guy. Get him off our team. We don't want him here. Don't have to root for him. Well, now you know what happens. But Grayson Allen, number two in the league in three-point field goal percentage. Can you name number one? Kevin Durant. Hey. Shut up. That's fantastic. Is it really? Yeah. It's funny because would, that would have been staring me right in the face. But actually, it a great game log here. But no, I, KD think, has I think been. Katie's shooting like 56% from three or some <clears throat> stupid shit like that. Well, give me a moment, Daniel. 49.3. Fucking sucks. It went down. Yeah, and, you, and you know what's crazy is both of them, I mean, KD's taking 4.7 attempts a game. Grayson's taking five. Yeah, and that's even, great. Even, even Gordon shooting 40.3%. He's taking seven. You Good. got Book shooting 40%. Nurkish is average is even creeping back up there. He's now in 26.8%. <laughs> I'm still good on Nurkic three, but you know, I don't need it. Good as in like you don't need anymore or good as in you're okay with it? Uh, no, no, good as in I don't need it anymore. Because I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I've, I've, you know, it's it's Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. 
and and Nurkic in terms of like my confidence in three point what shots. What the fuck? Hand. But no, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I thought you were being he just serious. Looks so unsure dude. of himself before he shoots it. But you know what? At the end of the day, the important part of that is the other team still has to. Well, I guess they don't really respect it. They pretty much dare him to shoot it. But anyway. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. They're like, go ahead, buddy. But and, you know, and and I think with you know both Grayson and EG also kind of kind of bring a little bit of a guys are on a first name basis, huh? Well, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like him and I are not homies. Um, (laughs) And I know, I know, I know, I know Eric Gordon's uh, barber. So clearly, you know, it's like that. Um, I know that's dope, but they both kind of bring a little different mental edge to the team that I think we lacked previously. I mean, Grayson Allen is just 120%, a hundred billion percent, whatever you want to say. Grayson Allen's a motherfucker. All the time. Yeah, dude, he's, he, he is a motherfucker. 100%. And, and, you know, has been again, to the point of him being misunderstood has, has really been well-behaved this year. A model citizen. Yeah. Just saving that shit for Luca. I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, oh my god! But that's coming up, but, isn't it? Like next week or something. Yes, because don't we play them like twice in like the span of a week? Yeah, we play so, them on Christmas too, or some shit like that. Yeah, we do play Dude, them on Christmas. Holy shit! Tomorrow's um, December first. That's insane. Yeah, so, so Grayson kind of brings that, you know, motherfucker. <laughs> edge to the team and then eric gordon is just like he's he's like a brute is that a good way to describe him that's a great way to describe him and and that's and 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 it's a different type of toughness than the grayson allen type toughness it's more like the strong silent toughness you know like he's a uh like the like the ninja assassin Quiet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Grayson Allen's gonna gonna fucking murder you and leave a whole bunch of evidence everywhere and and just yeah. like be dripping in blood. Eric Trip Gordon's you. gonna buy you and then you're gonna die like eight seconds later randomly. But he did something. Yeah, like from like cyanide poisoning. Yeah, yeah. Grayson Allen's gonna like kick you in the dick and be like, ha. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably more accurate than mine. Mine seemed a little extreme as it was coming out of my mouth, but already here we are. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, those those guys, I think, have been well. It's funny too, man, because you look at fucking Da, man. His, his some of the some of the videos coming out recently of his uh, <laughs> performances up there, unbelievable. Did you see? Did you see the one? This I don't know if it was sent in our group chat. Was it the one where he screened Lori, but not really screened yeah, anybody? Dude. It's like, what the I fuck love was the, it looked like the fucking controller was unplugged, dude. Well, I love this subtle moment at the end of that where like Laurie like turns and looks at him and he like almost like startled startled for a moment, be like, What is he fucking doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? But anyway, I mean everyone always talks about uh, everyone. Everyone outside of Phoenix or Arizona or uh, Suns fans always talk about DA, Nurkic, and that trade. And look, Nurkic has been, I think, what we expected him to be. He has the deficiencies that we all knew and heard he was going to have when he came here. 
But then yeah. he has games like what was last night? What was he? Seventeen and twelve or something like that. Or he have seventeen rebounds. He has those big games like that. And I think he's one of those guys in particular that becomes a matter of who they're going up against. You know? Yeah. But but he's been exactly what I think I expected him to, to be. But you take into account the fact that Grayson Allen came over in that trade too, and it's like, man, it's a home run, right? Ultimately, based on all the circumstances. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah, because and, I mean, and that's why Drew Eubanks is also perfect because when you have those guys that Nurkic maybe doesn't match up that well against, Eubanks has a little bit of extra athleticism, you know that that Nurk doesn't have a little extra mobility. So yeah, and they're it's a, it's a really good combination to have at center, and you got Bull Bull who apparently who who apparently. Frankie V says is going to get his opportunity. And I, I think we're all sitting there being like, come on, bro. He's not. It's okay. We don't need to. No, anyway. I'm, I'm good on Bull Bull. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like the center position having a change of pace is nice, man. Like going from, you know, Nurk to, to Drew Eubanks. Um, Drew Eubanks, like I said, it reminds me of Lou Amundsen. A lot of energy. Um, it's great, man. And then the whole Bull Bull thing, that's fucking weird, man. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he just sucks. Hey, you remember? Okay, so I think the one reason why everyone looks at it and says, oh, it's kind of weird is because he had that run at the beginning of the season with Orlando last year where he was averaging like 17 points or whatever, right? Like, yeah. Because outside of that, he's never really shown a whole lot. I mean, he was a second-round draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, but, um, Totally lost where I was going with that. Totally lost where I was going with that. Oh, oh, I know where I was going with that. So, really, all we really have to work off of with him to think he should be able to get the opportunity is that that stint. And I, I could look up the stats, but I'm not going to. But it was definitely something that you would say, well, that guy's worth – he's a rotation player, let alone worth some minutes. Um, fair. I think that fair. just also spoke to how terrible that team was. But – let me let me let me throw a name out there for you. Oh, Matt Tyler Glass now. Matt Castle. That dude had like one good year, and then went and got paid by Kansas City and was garbage, right? Garbage. Yep. So I, I I feel like it's like bull bull. We look at that stint with Orlando, and that's his little Matt Castle time. But but. The league isn't fooled by him like the Chiefs were fooled by Matt Castle. God, and now that so let's think about that. The fucking Chiefs. Now I gotta look up Matt Castle's stats. The Chiefs fucking ate dick on Matt Castle, and they still got gifted Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I guess so. I mean, that's not how I would frame it, but yeah. So he, yeah, dude, this is crazy. The year that Brady hurt his knee, he went 10 and five as a starter for the Chiefs, or excuse me, the, the Patriots. And then that offseason signed with the Chiefs for what did he get paid. I got to find, oh, oh. oh, no, he was traded to the Chiefs, excuse me. For a second but, round pick. 
traded for, to the Chiefs with Vrabel for a second round pick that turned out to be Patrick Chung. Yes. Damn. So anyway, that's pretty good. So, but but point being, Matt Castle had that one year, and then what? He was garbage for for the rest of his career, basically. Yeah. I mean, he's still stuck around the league, but that's what mediocre quarterbacks do. That's what Bull Bull's kind of doing right now, right? Yeah. So anyway, maybe maybe that's a good analogy. Maybe it's not. I liked it. So, what you didn't like it? Come on. What was I mean? With... Tell me. No, nothing's Tell me wrong, wrong with Dave, but that's I, what I, I don't. I don't think Bull Bull's gonna. Bull Bull sucks. Right. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I guess I could have just said that, but there's no, there's no drama. Either. But I like it. I, I like your analogy. Thank you. Thank you. Looking for a compliment every now and then. All right. Well, okay. So, so we talked about who's been, excuse me, impressive. Who's disappointed you so far, Daniel, on this team? Utah. Yeah, it's like the easiest uh, answer ever, and it breaks my heart. Right? Maybe I need to buy a Utah jersey. Maybe that would break. No, don't, don't do that. Okay, fine. You already have the Utah doll in the background. That's Devin Booker, actually. Oh fuck! <laughs> Dolls never look like that. Remember what was the dude? Remember the Espo, the the Devin Booker doll that looks like Espo? Oh yeah, that was weird. Yeah. So like, it's a great point. I mean, the, they're the, probably, the, they're, they're, they're the fucking realities aren't even state close. Fair. Yeah, they're giving those out at the state fair. Dude, my kids gave me those for Christmas, bro. All right. See, it totally looks like Devin Booker. The fuck? By the that way, like, that looks like Dylan Dennis, dude. Oh, it does actually. Oh, shit. <laughs> dude, the, uh, I put up that, that, Carlos Jimenez painting that I bought. I put I put it up on our wall in the dining room because I did yes. the other night and it's still up there. And tonight we're sitting there and Molly goes, my kid goes, Mom, Mom, Devin Booker's still on the wall. I'm like, Shh. she goes, never mind. Oh, good, good. <laughs> so it's still up there. It is still up there. I feel like it's going to be up there as long as I leave it up there. My wife's just like, you know what? I don't care that much. I was going to say, I don't think your wife gives a fuck, dude. No, she really doesn't. I'm sure if we have people over, she's like, okay, take it down. And that's when I'm actually going to be like, no, it's staying up. And that's going to get weird. We'll worry about that when we get Let it get weird, dude. Let it get weird. It's a conversation piece. Exactly. Exactly. You know, over brandy before dinner or some shit. I don't know. I'm okay. Brandy before dinner. I Literally, don't know. Isn't that I what you do? Never, you ever done that? What, isn't that what no. I do? What does that mean? You? What is it with you people? What people like me? What do we yeah, do? Yeah, lawyers. You know what you guys fucking do? Drink brandy before dinner? I don't know. Maybe some do. I'm sure people of all sorts of occupations drink brandy before dinner. Just not a lot know, of them. Man. It's just what I've seen on fucking sitcoms and shit. Okay, I'm. I'm not going to ask you about this anymore because I feel like I feel like you've never actually seen that on a sitcom. You think you have? No, What's I it have. Called? Bro. The Mandela Effect. No, it was on like Friends. First of all, it was on Friends. Well, I'm pretty sure you can say like anything was on Friends, and it probably was. Okay, that's a compliment to the show. Very. That's a good point. Rest in, peace, rest in peace, Matthew. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Yeah. He's died since the last episode of Family. That sucks. Is that insensitive? Ooh, sorry. No, it's not. It's 
fact. It's true. Yeah. It is a fact. <laughs> so, has anybody else disappointed besides you? I mean, dude, I feel what's going. You know, I'm not even gonna try to get into it. Like, it's like he just forgot to shoot. It's it. It seems to me for it has to be just like a mental block for him at this point. You know? Yeah, I think so. I think he'll. I think he'll snap out of it. I think yeah. it's like one of those things where he might be pressing a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Because like everything's long, everything like every shot. I'm like, ah, back of the rim. Yep. Back yep. iron. Yep. So it's like, yep. ah, it's like an air ball. He air balls it over, and I'm like, God, dude. Let's a little adjust, little adjustment time to be just, just fine, just fine. I'm, look, I'm, I remain just as if not more excited about this team as I was at the beginning of the season, man. I mean, it's. The way the way KD and Book have looked, the way Eric Gordon has looked, the way Nurkic has looked, the way Grayson Allen's looked, the way everyone has looked, man. Uh, I mean, you got like KBD's having his moments. Metu, Akogi's yeah. having his his moments, and that and that's the thing that when you have guys like that, you don't need them to always be clicking. You just need somebody to be clicking at some point in time, right? When exactly, you need, right? And they're um, all getting better too. I mean, that's not a finished product, you know, right. whatsoever. That goes, so that goes back to learning, learning the system, learning your other, learning your teammates, doing all that stuff. Um, By the way, did we get an update on Book's ankle? Uh, yeah. Um, Flex actually today said that he they avoided anything that was like serious. He's questionable for tomorrow, but worst uh, case, I think whatever the next game is going to be. Will that be the Lakers the next game? Is that the tournament game next? No, isn't that next Friday? I don't think Tuesday. that's some next Friday. Or is it Tuesday? I thought it was Tuesday. So we got the Nuggets Friday. Oh, dang. I'm going to that game. Tomorrow. Um, oops. Oh, sorry. I'm looking up the schedule. Nuggets tomorrow, Grizzlies Saturday. Ah, that's right. And then the Lakers on Tuesday. That's right. So, I mean, here is if it's me, it's a back to back. Just, just sit him. If he's not going to play Friday, don't play him Saturday. You know. Yeah, but I don't want. I don't want. I don't know. I say this, but his first game back, he was. A fucking machine so because i was gonna say i don't want him to be rusty for the lakers game yeah but i don't think book gets rusty anymore but the other thing too is when book's questionable i feel like that means he might he's probably gonna play yeah that too but like they keep they gotta watch that shit too because he should not have fucking come back in that game yesterday like they yeah. should have sat him out like they, yeah. they gotta protect him from himself like they can't they can't be doing that shit that's very very true um which is why, like I said, I mean, ultimately, if and th- this is where that whole sixty-five game thing now kind of bites us in the ass too, because oh, yeah. books. What I, I want to say, how many games did he miss? I heard this today. PHNX doctor saying, "Is he sixty-five? What? It's at least thirteen games away from that threshold now." Beals like three games away from it like that um but that's where things like this where it's like okay we've got a back-to-back we have to play the first night maybe don't play on the second night 
or logically you might think that's what the team would do, but then you're going to have a book saying, well, I don't want to lose that game if I think I can play when, but then again, at the same time, I'm, I'm assuming maybe his thought process also wouldn't be, well, I'm worried about missing games later in the season also, you know, so maybe not. I mean, I think for him, like, I think he's just focused on playing. He's like, I want to play no matter what. Like, right. Gonna, I don't think, we, I think we all know that at this point. Yeah. It's just like, how are they going to fucking manage that shit and kind of protect him from himself? Because at this point, you know, we got to do that because it's not even December. It's, you know, November 30th still. And he's already had to be protected from himself. And Frank Vogel left him in. And I'm not going to question that. Just um, I'll trust him to do that. But. I mean, they got to protect him because it's, again, it's not even December yet, and I need that man to be ready in June, so. Amen. 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 Well, Daniel, anything else you want to talk about on this episode of Fanning the Flames, this Paulus episode of Fanning the Flames? Oh, yeah. Fucking Paul's not here. It's the first time we mentioned that. No, we mentioned that earlier. Did we? Yeah, at the beginning. Are you sure? 100%. (laughs) One hundred percent. So no, nothing else. Nothing else. Uh, no, man, I'm I'm good. Um, fuck, dude. Hey, you know what else happened since uh, last time we recorded? Uh, the fucking D backs went to the World Series. The D backs did go to the World Series. That was a lot of fun, man. Just that it was run. fun. It, dude, that was that bummed me out that they didn't bring it home. I really thought they were gonna fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. The way they went out, I was like, ouch. Like in five yeah. games, I was like, oh yeah. no. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. Hey, you know, we, you hey. know hold on. Hey, Tyler Glass now. We're due. Oh, is that who you're thinking? I wouldn't Tyler mind that. Tyler Glass now. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Oh, dude. Hey. I'll be so you know, horny if that happens. You know what? You know what? You know what makes me horny, and that I would be remiss if I didn't mention before the end of this episode, is how I am just fucking absolutely dominating the Suns Potter fantasy basketball league. Like, it's embarrassing. Dan, we were talking about this before we started recording. You were like, "Yeah, I, I, I do." <laughs> I let Boyd down very gently about not being in it, um, <laughs> and. And and I said, what did I say? I said, well, you saved yourself the embarrassment because, hold on, I'm gonna, ha- I have to read it. I have to read it. I read this to you earlier, and this will be this will be my oh, closing talk this episode. And I hope all these guys listen to this, and I know at least a couple of them might. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a 12 team league, okay, Daniel? Okay. Now, I won't go through who's in it, but. All Suns podcasters, pretty much all Suns podcasters. I'll start from the sixth lowest, excuse me. So points on the season so far, we're through five weeks, right? I'll give you the top six, starting from the bottom, going up, and the number of points between the two spaces. You'll get it as I walk Separation. Exactly. So between sixth and fifth, they're separated by 49 points. Okay. Now it gets a little tighter. Fifth and fourth, nine points. Fourth and third, 10 points. Third and second, 11 points. Second and first. This is where it gets interesting because 
Who's in first, Daniel? Let me let me ask let me ask you a question. I know the answer to. It. I just want to hear you say it when you're on the league. Who's in first, Daniel? Uh, you are. Yes, sir. I am. Point differential between second place and first place. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm doing math in my head right now. 100, <laughs> 100, 119 points. That is points. certified ass whooping, my friend. It is. Did you, just, did you just drop the mic? No, I put my phone down a little. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So like, dude, relax, buddy. Like, I don't That's know. Great, I, I've never considered myself a basketball genius, but apparently I am. Because dude. respectfully, everybody in this league, very educated on the game. Also, maybe I just fucking got dumb lucky because it's stupid fucking fantasy basketball. And I have to gloat about it while I can because, as anyone who does fantasy sports knows, at any given moment, it can all come crumbling down around you. And I guarantee you that's going to happen with my absolutely beautifully stacked team somehow, some way. And I'll be okay with it because you know why, Daniel? Why? Because the Suns are going to win the first ever in-season tournament. And then the Suns are going to win the NBA championship. And what happens in a fantasy basketball league will seem so trivial. It will be merely an afterthought. And on that note, I think it's time to wrap up this episode of Fan of the Flames. Daniel, it's been great seeing your face, my friend. Yeah, man. At least the uh, time you've been bobbing up and down, like on yeah. screen. But when I've seen it, at least your eyes, always eye contact. So I appreciate that. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's been it's been good. This has been good. I I needed this. I needed to rejuvenate my uh, my uh, son's fandom a little bit because you know beginning of the season, you know, you're like, "Fuck, here we go, eighty two more of these," and uh, you start to look ahead to the playoffs and not fucking enjoy the journey. So, just yeah, a nice little reminder. You, you guys sit there and like, like, man, when I drive home and listen to the game, it's just so great. Like just such a great feeling you get just having the game there, right? Like listen to it, get home, sit down on the couch, turn the game on. I just love the fact that we have Suns basketball and I'm talking like it's beginning of the season, but Hey, we also know that DA got traded. Yeah. That's fantastic. But fucking a at any rate, let's wrap it up. Enjoy the journey because it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a bumpy ride because it always is for the Suns. But buckle up, folks. Buckle up. Oh, hey, Justino. Feliz cumpleaños. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Third time today you wish me a happy birthday <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Fucking Happy Apple birthday watches. to you all from Daniel's Apple Watch. <laughs> And to you all, we appreciate you guys listening very much so. We like to think that absence makes the heart grow fonder, which is why we don't record episodes ever. Let us know if it's working or don't because, you know, we won't be around for probably another three months. It doesn't really matter. Kidding. We'll be back frequently, I promise. Maybe not. But we do appreciate you listening. Very much, very much, very much. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, Good evening. I feel like I forgot to say something, but I don't know what it is. I don't know. Just wanna hear you say-
So long.